This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. we go. Welcome to the Chelsea Football Fancast, fueled by Guinness, powered by Celery, the show that always has rhythm. There we go. A bold claim, some might say. Now, I am Stanford Chidge, and the name of tonight's show is, mysteriously, the Chelsea Football Fancast, The Rhythm Method. That's definitely one for Daniel Klassen. He'll know what I mean. Now, Chelsea got back to winning ways and the title challenge got back on track with a 2-0 win against Newcastle on Saturday. But they did kind of make a little bit of hard work of it. Uh, were Cahill and, and Courtois rested or were they dropped for Czech and Zuma? A fitful and poor first half made way for a better second half where the team, probably cajoled somewhat by Jose Mourinho, finally found their rhythm. Uh, but are Chelsea getting away with it at the moment? How do they keep their rhythm in the weeks ahead? <coughs> One hopes Oscar and Costa have both found their form and rhythm too. You see the theme of this show? I think there's a rhythm there. Uh, all will be revealed on the Chelsea Football Fancast tonight. And of course, as ever, joining me uh, is the lovely, beautiful and a little bit late Sophie Rose. <laughs> it's not my fault, everyone. OK, OK, we're, we're OK. We've but forgiven hello. you. Hello, lovely to see everyone. Hi, hi, hi. How are you anyway? You're right. I'm OK, I'm a bit stressed. I know. We'll, the, call, circle we'll chill line, out. the circle line is not good. OK. It's always delayed. There we go. Blame it on the circle line, I would. Uh, now, who do we have on our lovely little show tonight? So, <coughs> the lovely Dan Levine. Hello. Are we, am, am I new to you? Are you new to me? I think we are new to each other. You two have not, yeah. not interacted. Typically. Lovely to meet you. Yes, lovely to meet you too, darling. He is I, also, I like he's also known as Blues Chronicle. Oh, he, yes, a, we, I think yeah. we're, we're, on, we're on Twitter. We haven't yeah. formally met. He's a journalist and he knows, he knows, he knows mm. where and the body's buried. what a cool name, buried. Levine. Doesn't Thank you. It? like that. Yeah. Anyway, and then on to the equally as lovely. Thank you. Dan Silver. Evening, how you doing? I'm good, how are you? Cool. Good. Also known as the Two Dans, I think, but there you go. Right, um, we, don't, we don't have any benches tonight. There's been a lot, of, a lot of sickness. In fact, poor old Dan 
uh, Dan Levine is, is spluttering away. Or he had, he's been sounding like Bob Fleming before we went on air. And I know Dan Silver uh, had the lurgy from Stoke. In fact, actually, you were telling me you got your lurgy at Stoke. So oh, I, no. I know. I think he probably got it I've off I've got that. some vitamin C in my Have bag. You? Is that all? <laughs> if that helps. Yeah, nothing else? <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Right, people, on the show tonight, uh, we will be, of course, as always, kicking off with Ross's ratings for the Newcastle game, and then we will be talking about all the issues therein. Uh, and later on, much later on, we will be awarding fannies for that match. Now, it is a free vote tonight, uh, and, of course, we all know what that means. It means that I didn't have time to put them on the website. So none of you lot out there can vote for them. But what I'll try and do this week is I will put them on there afterwards, and hopefully by then you'd have a little bit of guidance from really clever people like Dan and Dan and Sophie and maybe even me. And, uh, and then make your vote appropriately. Now, after that, uh, we'll, of course, have a bit of a roundup of the various Chelsea news this week, including the FA, surprise, surprise, charging Jose Mourinho for talking, apparently. I can't see any other reason why they've charged him. Uh, there's also been some absolutely mental transfer rumours around, including a certain odious little Argentinian. You can see where I'm coming from on that. Uh, as well as, uh, believe it or not, Mika Richards. Yes, you heard that right, Mika <laughs> Richards. And sadly, Andre Schurler, which I hope doesn't happen. And of course, there's another snippet of news about the architects who uh, designed the bird's nest in uh, the uh, Beijing Olympics, apparently are, 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 are been hired by Chelsea to redevelop the bridge. But anyway, we'll have a chat about that. <coughs> and to wrap up, uh, Sophie, in the absence of, uh, of Mr. Kidd, who is apparently <coughs> filming tomorrow and therefore busy learning his lines, I hope, Anyway, Sophie will be revealing her stats. No, she'll be revealing Chelsea Chadder's stats. Get yeah, it right. Freudian slip. Uh, and oh, how am I going to say that in, in the voice? You have to come up with a voice, Sophie. I'm just going to have to take over Jonathan's You're going to have to come up with a voice. Roll. It's all right. I'm sure I can work I'm sure you out. can. I hadn't, thought, I hadn't thought of that, actually. But well, well reminded. Uh, and, of course, after that, actually, we, we, hopefully we'll get a few questions in uh, from... Uh, from you lovely people, uh, and you can ask any one of us, but you've got some, you've got the brains trust here with the two Dan's tonight, so I hope to get some questions from you, and hopefully we'll Don't have time. they look time. very formal? They do. They're, they're, we've got professionals this I week. I know, I we know. We have, haven't we? <laughs> uh, and anyway, if, uh, if you do want to ask us some questions, the best way to do it, Sophie, is what? You can tweet us at Chelsea Fancast, or you can listen in on Mixler, which is mixler.com slash Chelsea-Fancast. Now, on that note, we are without iPad tonight because yes. for the 15th week in the row, uh, the Sports Tonight Live people have forgotten to charge the iPad. So we might not be getting interactive with you as much as we would like, but I will try and remember to look at my phone. We'll try possibly to pick up a few the, things. Exactly. Uh, but anyway, do fire some questions in and we'll try and get those in at the end of the show. It, as ever, will be a fun-packed and very full show. Now... <laughs> Before all of that nonsense, Sophie, should we yes. have a bit of player ratings? Let's, let's, let's. I think we should. <laughs> These are genuinely Rosses, I, I should uh, quickly add, uh, before we get the old pick, pick on the screen. Um, but uh, maybe I'll just read them maybe, out anyway. Maybe we'll agree with him go one, on, one Go week. on, Sophie. Get, there right we go, then. here we go, so, pictures up. Lovely. So here are the ratings for the Chelsea-Newcastle game. Uh, so Czech gets an eight, Ivanovic seven, Terry seven, Zuma seven, Aspilicueta five, Matic six, Fabregas seven, William seven, Oscar eight, Hazard seven, Costa eight, and then substitutions, uh, Louise, is it Louise? Luis. Luis gets seven, Ramirez gets six, and Remy is not uh, <coughs> graded because he Why wasn't on the pitch for long enough. Very good. So you, you're getting good at this. Doesn't mean that he wasn't any less better, though, does it? I think always that Ramirez should get at least one point for kicking somebody. <laughs> you know, I, I would always give him a point for that. So I, I think it's a bit unfair not getting a mark because I'm sure he must have kicked at least three people in the ten minutes that he mm. was on the pitch. But what do you think? Um, are they, are well, they, is, Ross, is Ross 
you know, you're, Ross, we should, we should tell the viewers about uh, your, your partnership with Ross. Don't get excited. There's no wedding bells in here at all. But Ross, Ross and, and Sophie share a season ticket, don't we you? We do indeed. Yeah. We had a bit of a kerfuffle. At did the you have weekend. a bit of a fight? You had a bit of a scrap? Is there an <laughs> we, didn't, we, no, we didn't have a fight. We just... Uh, oh, God. You've I'm just dropped your things. mic, haven't you? Oh, can everyone still hear me? Yeah, we can it's hear fine. you. It's fine. Um, we had a little bit of a kerfuffle, but it wasn't... It was resolved very quickly. Ross came to me with a Kit Kat and... Um, so you gave him the ticket then? I did, of course I and did. And you were supposed to be going? No, no, no. I was just a little bit late getting to work and he had oh, to Oh, there's a work. theme here. Yes, yeah. there was a little bit of um, a crossover, but luckily the Kit Kat solved everything. Hold on, on a point of order, is a Kit Kat above or below face value for a ticket? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Depends how big a Kit Kat is, I suppose. Well, it's a chunky. Is I it? mean, yeah. a, a Kit Kat it does go down well, I have to okay. say. Is um, there a Kit Kat exchange? There was Kit Kat exchange, okay, all right. um, which is good. But no. Uh, Before you do that, what I really want to know, this could be the first question that gets uh, tweeted or, or mixled into it tonight. I want to know, from people out there, who would they back in a fight between uh, Sophie and Ross? Ooh, Silence. Who does everyone think? <laughs> I don't know. I'll, I'll reveal I bet later in the break. Yeah, well, we'll see. I, you know, I, I, well, I hope so. Everyone vote for me. You seem too nice to come out with the claws, to be honest, Rose, uh, Sophie. Rose? Where did that come from? <laughs> <laughs> what am I on? Nothing, sadly. I'm becoming one of the lads, obviously. obviously. I'm getting last name. Anyway, enough of that. What do you think of the ratings, then? Um, Has, he got it? Has he got it right? Well, I didn't actually go to the game, but I did watch Match of the Day. Um, I thought that Czech did very well. You like that? Really, really well. Yeah. I thought he was... And if I'm being honest, <coughs> probably Cahill and Ch um, Courtois are probably on the bench because... They were poor. Ooh, we're going to get into and that I, later. I, I think that's yeah. the only reason, because, yeah. to be honest, if, if they weren't, um, if, if, he, if it was just because he wanted to switch it around, he wouldn't have done that for an important game like what it, what it was, because we couldn't afford to drop any points. Now, there we go. Proof of proof needed that, you see, Sophie does know our onions, because uh, that is definitely going to be the topic for conversation in the next part. But, Dan, what did, what did you think of... Uh, of those ratings. I think those ratings are probably fair okay, aren't they? Yeah, yeah pretty much. Um, uh, the, the standout guys for me, I thought, were... Czech had a very good game after looking a little bit wobbly with the really? first couple of touches. But I think... From yes, the, he kind of spilled that spilled first it, didn't shot, he? But didn't he? Five minutes in, I think he had a certainly an eight out of ten. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and Costa... Well, Costa's a funny one because he had half of an excellent game. Yeah. So do you give him a five for that? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, I, give him a I, ten I, well, for the second half. Yeah, in a way. I mean, I, I, I definitely... I, I mean, you know, the standout players for me, I mean, I think, he, I think he's got it spot on. Czech, I thought, was superb. Uh, I thought Costa was superb, but only for the second half. Yeah. And I think Oscar was superb. Well, can but I only... say, yeah, can but I before say, yeah. we get to that, I think mo you could say that about most... I think the only one who was brilliant from the word go, really, was Czech. I, 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 I take really? except your stumbling thing, but he was consistent all the way through. Everybody else had a pretty poor first half. What, what do you think, Dad? Yeah, I agree. I think Czech was very assured. Zuma was just faultless, I think, had a really good game. Came in, looked like a natural... So, yeah, generally, I think were, he's done it right, Ross. Very happy with it. OK, so yeah. there we go. Can I just say about okay. Oscar, though, because <clears throat> literally just before he scored the goal, everyone was saying, God, what a poor game he was yeah. having. And then again, people still said when they came out of, out of the stadium, he had a poor game. However, <laughs> when I watched Match of the Day, yeah, he scored the goal, which gave us the boost, and his assist was basically the reason that Costa scored. Yeah. So I, what do you think? How do you think he performed? I don't think anybody was outstanding. I mean, you know, mm. in terms of a goal and assist, you don't, can't ask for more. There wasn't a standout player. In the match, it was a game where we won 2-0, eked out result. That's the most important thing. We're yeah. not going to play brilliantly every week. We're not going to play well football every week. Why sometimes, not? You don't, I'm you a keyboard warrior. I expect the minimum <laughs> of, of... I think sometimes you know. you've got games of attrition where you've just got to win. <laughs> win ugly, yeah, as they say. Yeah, so yeah. three points, City dropping points. It was a really good weekend. And if we win the league, 
we'll forget about Newcastle. How, how did you think um, Matic did? Because I, I thought he, for him, he was Everyone a bit. Everyone said he was great. Really? Because I, I don't think he was. I, I worry he's a bit. He's a bit knackered at the moment. Dan. He has such high standards, and I think I don't think he's quite there. I think he's about eighty. Do you think he's tired? Possibly, or. You know, he's been so good, so consistent for the year he's been here. He, we are allowed the odd drop. He, he wasn't awful, but he was nowhere Very near his kind, 100%. What do you reckon? I think I agree with exactly what Dan just said about how he set the bar so very, very high when he has just an That's average game. That's very true, isn't it? I mean, it, the, the game he had on Saturday, he looked okay for a lot of the game. He looked all right for a lot of the game, but he looked like probably the second best holding midfielder in the league mm. rather, <laughs> rather than the yeah. first, you know. So yeah, 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 he said, he's just raised those expectations, I think that's the issue. Okay. Yeah. You were going to say something? Um, what was I going to say now? <sighs> no, I think, um, I, don't, I don't know, I'll say the only player that you can say that is, has kept going, going and going would be Hazard. I don't know, I don't know if you're I'm not saying he's been outstanding, but obviously Matic's got tired, although I does think he carries us quite a lot. Mm. However, I think Hazard is, is probably the only player that when, when all the fans come out of the stadium, because I do a couple of interviews after, Nobody ever has a bad word to actually, say about see, that, that's really... I mean, I don't know if we've got time to get into... Yeah, we haven't got time to get into... In fact, actually, after the break, this is how we, <laughs> one does it on TV, Sophie has just come up with some, something that's genius-like because, of course, actually, Sophie talks to loads and loads of fans right after the game doing her Chelsea Fans Channel stuff outside of Konakai, uh, which means she, she's, you know, she's down with the people. She knows what the people are saying. I'm going to ask her about this in, uh, after the break. We'll see you in a sec. place for Chelsea fans. Footballfancast.com. Real fans, real opinions. I'm Jason Cundy and you're listening to Chidge and the boys on the Chelsea Football Fancast. Total nutters and proper Chelsea. Oh, hello, blimey. That was I, I, quick. Yeah, oh. <laughs> Sorry, we weren't doing anything untoward then, honestly. We, we were just, weren't. We weren't, honestly. Uh, anyway, I'm Stanford Chidge. This, of course, is the Chelsea Football Fancast. This is the lovely Sophie Rose. Hi, everyone. You're looking very smart tonight. Do you think? I do. No, I had work earlier, so I've got my makeup done professionally. Okay. Well, there once. we go. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did actually notice. I know this. you did. I did. You did, and I'm really happy that there you did. We go. She's very talented. She, she's very who good was girl. it? Anybody I know? No, she's called Fern. Fern? No, I don't know. She's on my Twitter if anyone needs a makeup artist. But okay. back I, know, to I, the know, I know lots of really good makeup artists. Do you? Yeah. Never uh, for myself, obviously. Why not? Well, I don't need it. Both of these uh, two have had makeup today. No, they don't need it. Mine's been done professionally today. Yeah, exactly. See? Yeah, okay. I think we should move on. This, of course, is the lovely Dan Levine, known to many of us as a blues. Chronicle at Blues Chronicle and to Daniel Classen as Bruce Chronicle uh, and of course this is the lovely Dan Silver uh, Dan Silves on Twitter or Dan Silves 73. 73 yeah so there we go uh, anyway we were just about to get into the nuts and bolts of the Chelsea Newcastle game before the break and then I suddenly had this amazing realisation that amidst our lovely panel tonight we have somebody who uh, loiters I think that's the right word loiters outside of Konakai on a match day with a microphone in her hand uh, in doing her, what I suppose is her weekend job? It's my, is it, I wouldn't even call it a job, I love speaking to everybody. Do you get paid for it? Well, of course. But it's a job. But yes, but I would say it's hard to call somebody a job when you have so much fun well, doing it. Well, how about that? There you go. But no, um, I, I do it every, after every home game, whether it's cup, Champions League or Premiership, whichever. You're not fussy, really, are you? No, no. whichever. And... Um, yeah, very rarely. You know, they sort of give you an idea of how the game was. I mean, if, if I go myself, I sort of know the gist. Um, 
But even so, most people come out and they say the same sort of thing. And but I could say, you know, the only—I mean, they said Aspilicueta had a really bad game. I, I was going to say, what, what is the word on the street then? Um, or what was everyone, the word on the street? Everyone loves Dave. I think he's—I think he's great. But just this game and the Tottenham game was it Tottenham? They weren't too pleased with him. However, um, Hazard is the only one they literally have mm. nothing bad about to say. Yeah. Matic, up until probably the game before last. They were in full support of, to be honest, and they still are. I mean, Hazard and Matic are always, always the ones. Whether I think with Oscar, and obviously you know I love him. Um, he made the assist, he produced the goal, but I think it's everything in between, and that's why I think Hazard never gets a bad word said against him because he is an all-round um, great player. H- Hazard is one. I mean, I'm sure the boys would agree with this as well. Actually, I mean, we've all been going for a horribly long time, and you know, my experience of football. There's nothing that football supporters love more than a player like Hazard because he's the kind of player that you would gladly pay money to yeah. watch. Yeah, totally. Yeah, he's, totally. Yeah. he's like the Zolas, the Nevins, that player that gets Charlie the Cook. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I was never, I'm not old enough or lucky enough to have seen Charlie Cook play at his peak, but it's that kind of a player, he's, isn't he's it? He's the champagne in the cocktail. Yeah, we yeah. like that. He's the, he's the, he's the <laughs> cherry on top, maybe. Do you know, he's the only player that when he runs down the wing, gets just outside the box, and he's got three defenders around him. I just don't even worry that he's not going to get mm. past him. Yeah, I, it's I one of those, yeah. and it's, that's nice. You don't have that panic and feeling like, oh, God, you know, when, when somebody's about to shoot and you think, oh, it's definitely going to get blocked. He he's very rarely running. loses the ball, doesn't he? Yeah, he's so just, that, he's just, that's a really good point. He's having, um, a massive confidence boost, yes. Having said all that, I think being devil, devil's advocate a little bit, he did go through a period where he, he, he dipped below form a little bit. I think since the New Year, since Christmas in particular, he had a great December. Um, and I think he's really picked up now. Mm. Nothing at all to do with the talk about his contract, of course. I, I, think, I think, actually, if you look at Hazard's career overall for Chelsea, I think, I think he has been horribly inconsistent, if, if you could level one accusation at yeah. him. But I think, I think and, and this is why, I mean, you know, one of the million, million reasons why I'm so glad we've got Jose Mourinho as manager is that he will make him, yeah. even him, a better player. And what he'll do is he will make him deliver at that level more consistently. I yeah? don't think he's an easy player to manage, from what I understand. In, in what respect? Um, just because he's... As far as from, from people who know him, when they talk about him, they say he's interested basically in, in two things. One of them is playing football, and the other one is just being with his family. Um, yeah. And, you know, it's very difficult. But well, that, that, that's someone. surely a good thing. Well, it is a little bit. I mean, he it? could be Rio Ferdinand. Well, yeah, I mean... <laughs> if you see what I mean. I, I see what you mean, yeah. yes. Um, but... Um, I think he's a difficult man to motivate. He's got his own ideas about how football Is he quite played. insular? Uh, Quite I shy. I wouldn't go that far. No, he's definitely not shy. All right, OK. He's very, very far from shy. OK, that's good. Um, but he's very single-minded. I think well, that's, that's also thing. good. Yes, it's good, yeah. But I was just about to say, when, just quickly, when you said about Jose Mourinho, I think since Jose Mourinho's come, he's told him, if you want to win something like, whatever this bloody blonde whore thing is yeah. called. The blonde whore. blonde whore. Yeah. I've not a, heard of that. Re- not to mention it, but there's a really funny picture on Twitter early of, uh, of Stephen Gerrard. Falon de Flor. de Flor. Yeah. That <laughs> oh, was just I a like great that. picture. I said, I fell on the yeah. fell on the floor. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, that's good. No, I reckon he's. I reckon he's probably said to him, you know, if you want to, uh, if you want to win, yeah, something you want to like be this, the best, you're going to have to improve. Yeah. And I think we can say, say since Jose Mourinho has been there, his level has just gone yeah. like a step like, higher. I did the same with Joe Cole because Joe Cole played his best football under Mourinho. He did, uh, and he made him a better all-round yeah. player. Right, we should get to the, the, the meat and tea veg of the whole Newcastle match. Really, and I want to kick <laughs> this off. Sophie, bless her heart, you know, hadn't had time to read the script, but clearly knew what was coming. Because I thought this, you know. When, when I saw that team selected, because I, I, I did have a bit of a moan about Courtois and Cahill after the Spurs match, as you know, Dan. Mm-hmm. Were Cahill and Courtois benched for Zuma and Czech, or 
were they rested or stroke injured? Because I mean, I know that I know that Holland was saying yeah. that you know Courtois got a slightly broken thumb. Um, um, but Cahill had a stinker against yeah, Spurs, and I'm, Courtois let five goals in. Hello. Yeah, I'm inclined to be that Cahill was dropped. I yeah. think I didn't risk Courtois. That's my opinion. I think Cahill was clearly dropped. Courtois with a finger injury, you can't risk it if he gets. Well, it. why was he on the bench then? Nah, because nothing, mm. Jamal Blackman maybe is not ready. We haven't, mm. Now Schwartz has gone. We haven't that's, got a third a good choice. Point. I well, just think Cahill definitely dropped. Courtois not risked. What say you, Mr. I, Levine? I think to varying degrees they were both dropped. Um, Thank you. See, I'm not completely <laughs> stupid. Thank Steve, you. Steve Holland said afterwards that um, Courtois' finger was, was broken, um, that he could have played, um, but that you know, they don't need to risk it. That's the official party line, of course. Um, but uh, you know, if they're that confident that he could play, they'd have picked him. Mm. So, effectively, he has been dropped. <clears throat> Cahill very clearly was dropped. Yeah. Um, Do you know, I think, to be honest, if, if I think he knew that Zuba was going to be in his next team... And okay, out of the four defenders, who's he going to drop? He's obviously going to drop Cahill because mm. he hasn't. He got. I mean, well, like I think he, he also got, deserves it. Most well, I mean, so. yeah, he does. He does. He deserves to be on the. Mm. Um, Cahill deserves to be on the bench, and Zuma deserves to play. And I think probably, you know, when Cahill played, um, what was our game before? Watford. 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 He had the chance then to show that you know, okay, I, that was a one-off, and this is. And to be honest, I don't think he really made that much of an impact. And I think Courtois. I think he's absolutely great, but I still think he's he's been brought in very quickly to just be our first goalkeeper, when actually Czech is a really good goalkeeper and he's probably got a lot of things to learn still. I, I agree with that, actually. But, I, I mean, I, 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 funnily enough, I've written an article about it today. Oh, yeah. which is I don't know if it's out, out yet on IB Times, but it will be coming out either today or tomorrow. But basically, it's, it's an absolute uh, love letter to, to Petr Czech, but the, who I thought was superb, by the way. I thought he was absolutely superb. Yes. And funnily enough, I, you were here, I moaned again on the last show saying that, you know, sometimes uh, a keeper has to keep you in a game. And I don't think that Courtois did that against Spurs. I think no. he could have done better for two or three of those goals. So and better. a great keeper would have saved at least one of them and maybe kept us in that game. And that's what great keepers do. And actually Czech did exactly that on Saturday because, you know, as you said, we were under the cosh yeah. for a lot of that first half. And he made at least, I think, two superb saves. Yeah. I think the one from Gufran and the one from Cabela yep. were, were world-class, and you know they, they kept us in the game. He also made another couple, I think, too, but those yep. are the two that I, I think of. Do you think in the, uh, the New Year's Day game that Courtois got a little bit... Um, I, I, don't, I, don't I think, think he was shell-shocked. I don't think so. nervous is the right word, but how he obviously was watching how the team performed, and it looks like he got a bit intimidated by it, because on another day, he could easily save, like you said, two or three of those goals. From memory, I think just before he scored, he got injured. Because I think, I remember after they flashed, yeah. he got injured. So maybe that kind of knocked him sideways slightly. It felt but like a bit of an, an confidence It's not. given Chelsea a conundrum because if they were both dropped, they both put in faultless performances. So he's got, where he plays Swansea, he's got a big decision to make. I, I think the other thing we should say, I mean, this is not, not, we're not having a, uh, you know, we're not coating off Courtois, are we? <laughs> Um, because I mean, you've also got a you know a goalkeeper to play a play in front of the of the defence he plays with, and yeah. of course we we all know that against Spurs, the defence had an absolute shocker that day. Yeah. So you have to mitigate some of it, I think. Um, that said, uh, I think we know why Courtois was chosen as the number one, and this is what I alluded to in the article today. You know, you you you, you had no choice really; you had to pick Courtois as your number one this season because. You know, we needed him back in the fold because if we didn't get him back in the fold, he was going to have a hissy fit and go somewhere else. And really what you're doing is you're backing 10 years of potential. Yep. And whether I like it or not, uh, Courtois' best years are ahead of him. Czech's best years are probably behind him. Yep. Yeah? Entirely yeah, 100%. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Agreed. Blimey. I don't think I have anything to say to that. Wow. That's a first. She had just spoken. <laughs> I've done some homework this weekend, as you can see. Um, but we should also talk... I mean, actually, just, just for, the, for the record, apart from the superb saves he made, I mean, that, you know, I, I, I think you're right, Dan. I think there is potentially a conundrum here. There ought to be, I, I suspect, because he's not, Czech's not conceded a goal for 488 minutes and he's kept a clean sheet in seven out of his last nine Premier League games, Dan. Great stats. Aren't they? You have been reading yeah. I have. I, I've been you born. counted those minutes yourself. I have, yeah. <laughs> it took me 488 minutes to find those stats, in fact. But, I mean, you know, it's a, it, it, uh, stats aren't everything, I, I absolutely accept. But ha, is there a case for sticking Czech in as number one at the moment? We, you, you said there, I think, that um, you thought Czech was, or certainly had been, a world-class goalkeeper. And you sort of suggested that maybe Courtois wasn't yet. I think Chelsea have got two world-class goalkeepers. Mm. Um, Great, isn't it? Fantastic, you know, and we're the only team in the world who has. Um, And, you know, long may it remain so. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Zuma's another interesting thing, because I I think he's... he's, Love for him. You're feeling a lot of love for the Zuma. I've got a lot of love for Zuma, yeah. Is is his middle name Happy? It is. It is. It's really Happy. (laughs) Kurt Happy Zuma. When Kurt's happy, we're all happy. You know we should do a new song for him, don't we? Funny enough, I was listening to... What is his song? Oh, no, Zuma, yeah. I've got to tell you this. Over Christmas, I was obviously very bored, and I found... Uh, the website that has all of the John Peel's festive 50s. This is one for the teenagers, mm-hmm. uh, so so you can fall asleep for five minutes. But, right, I found all the old festive 50s on this website, and I've just put a playlist together of all the festive 50s on uh, on Spotify, and one of them has uh, Captain Sensible's rendition of Happy Talk on it. Please don't get people yeah. singing that. It's happy, horrible. happy, 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 Kurt, and we'll think about the rest. Okay. Yeah, that's is that, good, yeah. You like that? I mean, so you know, likes that. I, I do like these, like, Zuma, like, but, oh, but it's, the, so, it's so short. Well, the Pharrell, we've got happy now. Yeah, talk about goals you'd like to score. I'll, I'll work on it. I'll work on it during the show and see if I can come up. Yeah. That will be the start. Happy, happy, right. happy, happy, Kurt. I like it. I Sophie it likes it. Brilliant. Yeah, it's brilliant. But anyway, uh, young Zuma did very well, I think, although I don't think he is the finished article by any means. No, but it's it's nice long. to see Jose, you know, putting some faith in him. Yeah, he's, he's a long, long way off the finished article, but he's going to be very good. We saw a lot of that on Saturday. I think a lot of people maybe built him up a little bit too much on Saturday. He didn't have a fantastic game. He had a very good game. Mm. He didn't do anything wrong. Um, you know, but he, you know, let's not say that he's, he's the greatest well, thing since sliced bread, because he's not yet. He maybe yeah. he will be one day. Dear old Gripper Grimes was coming out <laughs> with that on uh, Twitter, actually. I, I miss, I miss mm-hmm. Greg's, you know, miserableness, actually, <laughs> you know, to, to, to poo-poo the, the claims that he's, he's the next best thing since sliced bread. What I, what I will say, though, to wrap this up, I'd be interested to hear what you lot think about this. Mm. What I like about the fact that I, Cahill and I actually think Courtois were dropped, it shows that Jose can and will make tough decisions for the sake of the team. Yeah, I mean, yes. I think. Yeah. yeah, I mean, when I think when Zuma was picked, it was down to the fact. Okay, Kyle had a bad game, so he's been dropped. Zuma then got picked, and I think sometimes managers think, okay, he's had a good game, I'll put him in the next. But I don't think Jose Mourinho thought that. I thought he generally thought, okay, he is a potential defender, mm-hmm. as in not just someone on the bench. I can bring him on if I know somebody's got injured or there's a problem where somebody can't play. Like, I think that's what he thought. And I don't, that's what, I don't want everyone to get carried away <coughs> with Zuma because I think he is really great. <coughs> but obviously, he has still got a lot to learn and I don't want him to get too overconfident and then have a bad game and that be it. Mm-hmm. And same with Gary Cahill, though. I think this will be a wake-up call to him and he will get back to his form. He's a, he's a quality player, there's no doubt about that. Do you think, yeah. Jose, is this proof that Jose will, will make the tough decisions? Oh, definitely, yeah. But the other thing... Quite like Jose. The other thing to remember about Josie is, particularly with his defence, um, he doesn't change it until somebody no. makes a mistake. Yeah. You know, if, if, yeah. if Zuma's had a good game, there's every, every reason when he'll, that he'll play next week and he'll keep on playing until he makes a mistake. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, and that's, if you remember, that's what he did with Aspie when he first yeah. came into the team. That's why Ashley stopped playing. Yeah. You know, it happens over and over again. And that's how Jose He doesn't is. muck about, does he? Well, we it's kind of what you want. Yeah, we know he's ruthless because he dropped check. Yeah. Well, yeah. that was. I think there were other circumstances yeah, around that decision. And the same when he came in the first time around when yeah, we had yeah, Kudachuni in yeah. check. I think to be that top manager, you've got to be ruthless. I like that. Now, uh, I, I, I use the word rhythm a lot in the opening part, as you'll probably try to forget, actually, let alone remember. But, mm. I mean, it was pretty poor first half. I think we all recognise that. Um, we, we, were a lot better the second, we were a lot better in the second half. But uh, it seemed to me to be a bit of a hangover from the, from the Christmas games. And that, that's, like, you know, the performances. The, the, I mean, were they tired? Were they complacent? You know, it's a bit of a recent theme, I think. I, they have been stuttering a bit in the last, I would say, month or so. <laughs> what, what's missing at the moment, Dan? We did have a tough December. We had three, so four away, four games in eleven days. Three of them away from home. Nobody else in the league had that. Yeah. Um, Stoke were the only ones who played that many games in that amount of time, and three of the games were at home. Um, but at the same time, you know, Chelsea had been built up to be this this greatest thing since sliced bread. You know, the, the unbeatables that people kept on writing oh, about, was which rubbish, was nonsense. Yeah, it was always paper talk. It was never going to happen. And you know, if that is the blip, then I think everyone's going to be very happy about it. To be honest. Yeah. Mm. Do you think? Do you think the blip's over? Um, I was. I have to admit, when I was, so I finally got it upstream, and I said, I said to Dan, everyone in the game, I said, "What the hell's going on in there?" Like, because mm. it was twenty minutes without a goal, and all I could hear on Sky Sports was Newcastle, Newcastle in the were game. All over us. So. And it, yeah, and it, I was a bit worried to be honest. And but I think, I think Oscar's goal gave us a massive boost. And then uh, once on. that happened, yeah. I think Newcastle's then sort of got a bit intimidated or, you know, whatever. But to be honest, I'm hoping that it is over because, to be honest, they need to get it back together soon because we can't afford to do anything else wrong. We can't afford well, to no, drop any points. No, it's, it's, right. it's now, you know, we've dropped points against, I don't know, bloody who, we dropped points um, at Newcastle um, and then against at Tottenham and Tottenham, should ne that should never have happened. So you really it can't... Never it should never happen against Tottenham. It should never, no. Should but never. it shouldn't, you know, it shouldn't happen in general. So I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping that it's over. And I think we're going to get back to it. But we need to be like, you know, Sky Sports were saying at one point we were, we were no, there's no better team in the league. No, well, that's, it's just we hyperbole. Need to, we need to get... Uh, the, the, the thing that I think you, you, you mentioned this, I think it's spot on with this, mm. is that they looked like a different team after that goal went in. Yeah. The confidence came flooding back. And, I mean, I think also, you know, as we all know, scoring just before half-time is a brilliant time to score. Newcastle's heads definitely dropped because they didn't deserve to be 1-0 down. They deserved to be at least 2-0 up, actually, at that time, I think. Yeah? Yeah, and you, you might have seen a piece that, I, that was out on my line. I read all your work. Thank you very much. Um, I, which, I, I am your reader. You're my reader. You're my reader. Which came from Steve Holland post-match on Saturday. And he was saying that, you know, sometimes managers have got to be psychologists. And we had to take the team in at half-time on Saturday and say to them, look, you need to be more positive mentally, you need to be more positive on the mm. pitch, play further up. And he said, also, there's a team there with one or two guys in it who aren't used to playing Premier League football all the time, and you've just got to lift them and tell mm. them they can do it. And that's what they did. It's very interesting, actually, because it, 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 it tells me that... I mean, you know, if you, if you go back earlier in the season, there were a lot of comparisons being made. Is this Chelsea team better than the 2004-5-6 team? And I thought, no, not in the least, because that team was like a machine. Mm. They were ruthless. It was, everything was automatic. They wouldn't have needed to have yeah. had that chat, I get the impression. Whereas I think this team, 
it's still got a vulnerability and a fragility about it. And I think certainly mentally, I think that point that Steve Holland made is absolutely spot on. Well, certainly this they team, need that, and this, they play like This team's got that fewer leaders on the pitch than that one did. Yeah. In a year or two's time, maybe it'll have just as many, but you know, yeah, we haven't got Drogba on the pitch all the time. He was one of the big leaders. We haven't got Carvalho, who was a big... You know, personality. Before you even get into yeah. Czech, Terry, yeah. Lampard, you know. And that team was more evolved because they're all in their mid to late 20s. Yeah, we had, a lot, we, had, yeah. we had Champions League winners in that team, didn't we? But you know also we had consistency, a lot of consistency back then. And mm. I think it's got lost over the few years. And, you know, there would be times a couple of seasons ago, I know it's different than this season, where I'd, where I'd you know, be got, every game I'd be thinking... Oh, we're going to win, are we going to lose? Because you don't know how we're going to play out, and I'm, that's why I'm hoping this is a little bit of a dip. But you're, you're right, Soph. I mean, I remember going in those days, and if we went one nil up, you were pretty sure that you could just sit down and relax. If you went two nil up, you knew you could because that was game over. Mm. You just Chelsea just did not lose in that Mourinho yeah. team of that that era. Once they were a goal or two up, uh, I don't really feel like that at the moment with this <coughs> team. I still think there's a, a there's still a way to go. There is an, a level of improvement to make, and I think interestingly enough. It's, it's psychologically. And if you yes. remember, this, this team has not won a Premier League title for five years. This team has not won one period because it's a fairly new yeah. team. But Chelsea have not won the league for five years. That, in the context of where we've been in the last 10, 12, 13 years, is quite a long time. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah? I think... Definitely. I think, to be honest, Mourinho hasn't done too, you know, too badly. Okay, yeah, he had last year to... I think he was basically examining the players, seeing what needed to be fixed... And, yeah, he's fixed our striker. He's bought in Diego Costa. He's, you know, got us a great defender in Zuma. Like, I, can't, I don't think anybody can really fault him, to, you know, too much to date. Um, and I just think it's a case of now everyone gelling together, mm. getting used to each other, right. and then um, playing. We've got to carry this on after the break, which we surely will do. We will see you in a few seconds. Look forward to it. the latest opinions and news, check out the Football Fancast forum and blogs. Read what your fellow fans have to say and join in the banter. Hello, hello. It is the Chelsea Football Fancast. It's Monday nights, which is when we're always on the telly. I can't, I love it. I love it. And uh, of course, this is the lovely Sophie Rose who keeps me in order and on the straight and narrow and the lovely people here tonight are Dan Levine, also known as at Bl- Blues, not Bruce, at Blues Chronicle. Uh, who are you writing for at the moment, Dan? Anyone who will pay me. Well, that, apart from the obvious, but you're, you're doing quite a lot of writing, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, I'm doing a fair amount at the moment. Uh, the Can, usual... This is your moment to give him a plug, mate. Uh, just follow the Blues Chronicle and you'll find okay. everything there. He's being coy, that's unlike Dan. And we've also got uh, our, my lovely mate Dan Silver, uh, sometime benefactor to your Uncle Chidge for the odd <laughs> ticket here and there. And, of course, uh, somebody that we have promoted from the benches. So there we go. He's, it's a bit like the Kurt Zuma of the Chelsea fan cast. What do you think? I'd be happy with that. Yeah, you happy with comparison? that? Comparison, okay. yeah. I've always, I've always thought of you as being the Kurt Zuma yeah. of the Chelsea fan yeah. cast. I, said, I don't want to be like Nick Crittenden. One, no, you one, don't want to yeah. be like Nick Crittenden. That makes kind of Dr. Mart like the Petr Cech of the Chelsea fan cast because he, he was great for us and he was the number one for a long time and then he, we kind of elbowed him for some younger people, really, didn't we? But, but he still comes back occasionally and does fine work. A bit more like Osgood then. Well, yeah, yeah. actually. Yeah. Or, or, or John Hollins, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Well, actually, if I go and he ends up running this, then he could well be the John Hollins, and that would make Jonathan Kidd Ernie Wally, which would make me very happy. <laughs> anyway, we should move on rather than going down memory lane. And uh, we, we were going to talk about Costa in the, uh, in the first part of the Newcastle match, but we, we got interested in talking about other things. But I think it's now time to talk about Costa because 
Um, a bit like Chelsea, he, he, you know, I don't think he was brilliant in the first half, but he was phenomenally good in the second. You were very excited about it when I was talking to you about it off air, Dan. I, I definitely Give did one of those. Cost of love. Those little Guinness ooh things that yeah. you have to do. Um, I, always a, a note that you're very excited when you when you start, you know, quoting Guinness and ooh in the same breath. Definitely yes. Uh, he, exactly what you just said. I thought he was as good in the second half as he was poor in the first half, mm. um, and that. Point, which I'm sure we'll talk about later, where he dribbled the, bus, the ball past the entire mm, Newcastle defence, turned and shot, and it was only denied by the outstretched boot of Colaccini. Yeah. It was pure genius. That yeah, was goal of the season enough. had it got in. Do you know what? And, the, and Ross, bless his heart, your mate Ross. Yes. Ross. Your, your football My husband. Ross. Hello, yeah. Ross, if you're, yeah. if you're watching. Your football husband, really, isn't he? Um, yeah, don't look so shocked, you know. Well, Stranger no, things have happened. Um, can I just say, what? somebody said something about us, us being... Really? Being, being um, an item. An, yes. You're an item. And Ross said to me, and this is a fair point, I mean, if he was going to try something on with me, then giving him sharing a season ticket would be the worst way because he'd never see me. Again. Do you know what? I, 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 must, I, must, I must take a photograph of, of this when I go home to the flat tonight and bring it in for you next week. Or just, just, I'll just text it to you. But my wife uh, has bought this thing... Uh, which you hang up on in the kitchen, saying we inter we interrupt this marriage for the football season. <laughs> Do you think she's trying to tell me something? Mm, I thought so. <laughs> anyway, um, going back to Costa, which I think is much safer territory for me. Um, I, I was saying this to you before we started the show tonight, Dan. I, I actually think that his form, in terms of his sharpness, hasn't quite been there really since he came back from the from the hammy injury in the autumn. Um, and I, I don't think that, that that is not in dispute at all. I really don't think. What I love, though, is that in spite of him not being at 100%, absolutely sharp and on it, uh, he still scored 15 goals. And who's the top goal scorer in the exactly. league? Who in the Premier League has scored more goals than him? The answer is nobody. And don't you just love he's that? Brilliant. Don't he's, you just love that? I love it. He's brilliant. I mean, yeah, he's played like Torres, and yet he scores goals. Yeah. If you see what I mean. He's got to be one of the best finishers in the world at the moment. He's I mean, brilliant. You, you look maybe at Suarez or something like that. To be in that class, there's not many there, are there? No, there aren't. He's, he's up there. He's yeah. one of the best five strikers in the world. Definitely. I think that's easy. <laughs> the other thing is, and you mentioned your, your football husband, Ross. Um, uh, Ross has got a girlfriend, by the way. So, Joan, if you are watching, I am just joking, all right? So, don't, don't, don't like <laughs> give him the elbow. He's being very disrespectful. Don't give him the elbow. Give him some rubbish. When he's he a lovely bloke, Ross, isn't he? <laughs> he he'll, is. make, he'll make somebody a lovely wife one day. Um, anyway, what Ross... Uh, no, I had a bit of a ding-dong about the other week. You know, I was saying, the thing about Costa, this is why I don't think he's in great form, is that, you know, when he played for Atletico Madrid, he would score ugly goals, he would score, score powerful goals, he would score bruising goals, but he would also score spectacular goals. Mm. Goals that I like to see from a world-class striker. A goal where he would like maybe beat three or four people, make them look like mugs, and then bury it in the net with a pile driver. I said, I haven't seen many of the latter, Ross. I haven't seen many of these kind of goals. The minute he did that run, Ross texted me. I, I will find it later and says, see, I told you. <laughs> and he nearly did. And I, I was just so pleased to see that. Do you know what I love as well? You love? Apparently when him and Falcao, were, they were playing the same team, weren't they? Is that right? Yeah, uh, were they at the yeah. same time? Apparently, Costa was always they behind were, him. Right. Yeah, yeah it's very funny much so. Because Falcao, I don't think he's having well, it's a well it, well, He's cropped. <coughs> he's never going to be the same player, is he, Dan? His knee's finished it. Yeah. I don't think he's ever going to so be. I so laugh when United have he's, got hold of him. He's going to love a Friday night in Cambridge, that lad, isn't he? Oh, yeah. they're going to. Do you know what? I think Cambridge might do United there. I really do. I'm well, I'm hoping somebody does because I've got a bet on them to be out of the top four. I'm going to put a bet on that. Come on, Cambridge, please. Having said what you said about Falcao, though, Soph. I mean, yes. I, I, you know, I saw him absolutely annihilate Chelsea in the Super Cup oh, final. 
Uh, One of the best performances. That doesn't really... What, the, uh, between yeah, the winner of the, cha- the Champions League? Oh, oh, hello. Oh, it's really, it's <coughs> not just an very competitive match. game. Yeah. He absolutely... He's four goals. He's yeah, four four then. Yeah, but this is a completely different team. Yeah, but the quality of the strikes. So I mean, he, at that time, he was he was one of the world's best strikers, and he was yeah. brilliant. And I think that he is not the same player now because of the knee injury. Anyway, going back to the mm. person yeah. we really want to talk about, which is Costa, Costa. is that um, the, the other great thing apart, uh, about Costa, he can score goals when when he's not particularly yeah. on form. But the other thing I love about Costa is that even when he's not you know, finding it easy to score goals or he, he's not on his tip-top form, his work rate is immense. Mm. He, and he makes something happen. Yeah. You know, yeah, he, he gets does, cross. Yeah. And, he's, and OK, sometimes, to the detriment of the team, he'll maybe go a bit too wide to go out and get the ball. But, you know, that first goal, uh, his, I think the goal was, was started by him making a run out wide to go and tackle the defender yeah. just outside yeah. of the penalty area. That's what you want to see from a striker. I, that's what I want to yeah. see from a striker. I think he's an all-round striker. I mean, yeah. also he had this whole thing about they need time to settle, but he's coming come straight away. Probably not used to playing at Christmas either, so maybe that has an impact. But he's just come in, 15 goals halfway through the season. He's been brilliant. He's cult hero oh, already. He doesn't seem to lose his confidence, does he? No. I, I feel like he goes onto the pitch every day knowing that I just he's going to score. He's just, and I didn't think we had that with Torres or... I love the anyone. anger. The anger he's got, he's playing yeah. because of fire in his belly. He does. Can we just he's take a, a moment to admire the, um... Yeah. Cost, what? Cost you know there. what I'm talking about, don't oh, you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He shushed the Geordies up, didn't he? Yeah. That was bloody brilliant, that Why was. I? He should, have, he should have said, shh, had a win. We can't say the rest. Yeah. Uh, you, could, you could do a showreel of him mugging off away fans this season. Yeah. I just love him. He's a fighter. He's my kind of a footballer. Well, still, my favourite moment has to be him literally mugging Skirtle at Anfield. Oh, yeah. yes. <laughs> that was brilliant. Um, no, I've completely lost my choice. Tr- oh, I know what I was going to say. Um, how much do we like yeah. Sophie on this table? Hands up if we like Sophie. Near's I, I like Sophie. Near's I like Sophie. Costa. I like I Sophie. sort of poll was being No, no, we're doing it. And the, and the, they've all been voting in today. They have? They have. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you the results later. Oh but we, we all like you. Now, the reason I'm asking you this, or asking them this, is that we're now going to do something that you will really like. We're going to talk about is Oscar. Oscar-based? Yes, oh. it's Oscar-based. We're going to have an Oscar-based five minutes uh, just <laughs> for Sophie. But the reason I say this is that, you know, a bit like Costa, he's not exactly been on, on the best form, I don't think, this season. Um, but, you know, he, having said that, he still, uh, I mean, he, he, he scored the first goal, which I thought was, by the way, I thought it was a brilliantly worked goal. Mm. The one thing I must say about that, though, in all the commentaries and stuff that I've heard and read and, and seen and heard and read, is that they all give credit to William for that corner. Yeah. It was Branner. Branner saw him go into the corner and Branner was saying, quick, 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 yeah. quick, quick. Branner t- should get the credit for that. It's clearly something they worked on in training, isn't it? But, but. Williams, the one looking towards the box, they, they, they worked together, didn't they? Yeah. Um, I do think, though, and you, you maybe won't like this, Sophie, is that I've hooked him off at half-time had that goal not come. Really? Because he'd had, yeah, a, he'd a, had, a, had a dreadful first A lot, a lot of people half. said, though, that, that, that they would have done that, but I think the, the point with Oscar is that when we need somebody to come through, he does. Yeah. And that assist for Costa at the weekend was great. S- sublime. Uh, and you know what I love this season? Him, Oscar, Costa, William, Hazard, they all seem to be playing... Like, like, yeah, and they've, 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 their passing is just like they've obviously practiced it, and it's obviously set out for them already. But it's, it's different to last season. They're actually using it, mm. which I think is great. Mm. And I, I, I think Oscar's a main, main part yeah. of that. And I think he showed that in the second half, especially. Yeah. It was nice to see a quick corner because often, you know, you wait 10, 15 seconds, everyone sets up, you get into your zones and you're marking, and then, you know, but a quick corner. You saw the Newcastle keeper was like looking completely away. They were, they were really unprofessional. I, must, I mean, John Carver was absolutely spitting yeah. after, and quite right. Yeah. 
I mean, as a coach, that's like the worst thing that your team can do to you yeah. for all of them to switch off like that. Yeah. Um, but he, I mean, he won't have to worry about it for too much longer. Oh, bless him! I, I kind of really secretly want him to, to be the Newcastle manager. Really guard, white guard. Yeah, yeah. Not like, Frank De Boer. No, he's really a guard. Okay, um, going back to Oscar, I mean, yes. I, I have been a bit worried about, about Oscar because, I, I, I mean, you know, Sophie thinks she loves Oscar. I love Oscar too. I, I mean, I, I, yes, I really do. Did you not know that? No, I didn't know that. I'm a huge Oscar oh, fan. When, when he joined our club, I, I, I was more excited about, uh, I mean, actually, I was more excited about Hazard because I kind of knew a little bit more about Hazard. But I was, I think at the time we had um, the wonderful Felipe from Brazil over with us so we had a little bit of an insight on Brazilian football and for about six months Felipe had been saying to me if Chelsea Mm. sign one Brazilian please let it be Oscar because this kid is brilliant and he could be the best player in the world and 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 I've kind of followed him since Felipe started telling me about that which is before he joined Chelsea and I really do believe he could be the best all-round player in the world because I think he's got the lot um, and I think, in view of the the whole Lampard meltdown the last few weeks, it's quite. Who? An, sorry, who? Sorry, the, the, in view of the meltdown of the player formerly known as Frank Lampard, it would it be quite interesting to, to to talk about them in the same breath, really, because I mean, you know, Oscar's come in, he's got the number eight shirt. Uh, Lamp, he came here because of Lampard, apparently. Uh, he was a bit of a hero of his. I don't think he is anymore. Apparently, like so he's many the other same people. Same age now as when Lampard joined us, isn't he? Well, here's the thing. Uh, I think it's just Jake Cohen, isn't it? Is it Jake Cohen? Possibly. Yeah, I think it is. He came out with a great stat that uh, if you look at Oscar and Lampard in the seasons when they were both twenty, when, you know, when they were twenty-three years old. So in other words, it, it's a year, so it covers not, you know, a, a kind of an unusual season. <coughs> in the seasons when they were both twenty-three, Lampard had seven Premier League goals and assists. That's five goals and two assists. Oscar uh, ha- already has eleven Premier League goals. That's uh, four goals and seven assists. Mm. So it's an interesting comparison. I mean, what I'm trying to fudge here, obviously, is is there a comparison to be made here, Dan? It's a, it's a nice stat, and I think it proves you can prove anything you like with stats, really. But, you know, there are two men playing in two completely different yeah, teams. absolutely. Uh, the team that Oscar's playing in now is a lot better than the team that Lampard was playing in when he was 23. They play in two different positions. But, you know, they're both brilliant, brilliant players. They're mm. both... And Lampard has at one stage been the best man in the world at what he does, mm. and I've no doubt that Oscar will be. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that's more important <coughs> for me to hear because I really want that to so be I, to yeah. be true. And I went to the Olympics final. You did, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. And Neymar was there. Neymar was an absolute show pony. But Oscar oh, isn't just. He? Yeah. It was. He's a proper footballer, Dan. He was that's just brilliant. Like he, was, he was passing. He was range of passing. This is, was he twenty then? I think mm. his range of passing was phenomenal. Neymar was all about tricks and uh, didn't have a final ball. But Oscar was a standout player. I was, yeah, I was just going to say that, you know, reiterating what we said earlier about Jose making really tough decisions, like he will bring somebody off if they're doing rubbish and vice versa. He brought in Oscar instead of Mata, and Mata was our best player the season before, mm-hmm. which shows he has a lot of faith in Oscar, a lot of faith. And considering he does have yeah. his OK games and then he gets much better again, Jose's still playing him. Pretty much consistently. Yeah. Not only which, that, Sophie, and I, I think, again, Sophie's on fire. Again, it's two weeks in a row. Sophie's on fire. She'll be on match of the day next. Blimey. No, it's a top point. Um, because if, if Jose Mourinho has basically given the number 10 role to Oscar, that tells you everything you need to know about what Jose Mourinho thinks of Oscar. Mm. And he knows uh, just a little bit 
Only a little bit, a little bit more f about football than me. So there we go. I think I think because you talked there about uh, Mata and Oscar, there's an interesting comparison there. Um, I was always a massive fan of Juan Mata. Oh, Juan Mata, great, you know, apart, apart from great, what a great human being as well. Yeah. Um, but a brilliant player. But I think uh, Mata looks amazing sometimes for ten minutes a game. Oscar frequently looks amazing for 80 minutes a game. Yeah. And I also think that I th maybe I think part of the reason Jason Marine did that, just quickly, because I don't want to go too much into it, but was maybe he thought Juan Mata is a great, great player, but maybe Oscar fits better yeah. within all the other players and he can work better with yeah. them. Not, it's not necessarily a case of one being better than the other, it's who works well for our team and how, they, how he's right. going to build it. I think Oscar's a better all-round player because he can tackle where Mata wasn't particularly good at tackling, yeah. but Oscar can put in a, a really good tackle. Mm. I'll just say one other thing on Oscar. When, when he came, do you remember everyone was saying about, well, oh, he's a bit weedy, he's never going to be strong enough for the Premier League. He looked you know, it. When, he, when I watched him on uh, YouTube and everything, I thought, oh, really? Well, I'm always like that at the start of the season because I don't like change. Mm -hmm. So when, the, when new people come in... You don't like it, change? Oh, well, what are you going to say now? I don't know. I, I don't know whether I should have my psychotherapist hat on. I don't think, <laughs> I don't think she should be saying anything right now. Really? But no, I, but... Like just like William as well. I thought, oh, he's gonna go. Now all the Brazilians are my favourite players. So, but I no, think... no one's saying he's not tough enough anymore, are they? No, then no. I don't, I don't think it's the case that I think the one thing he you get, tackle. you you can yeah. guarantee that you get with Oscar. Yeah, tackle, and he can just run. For, he doesn't, you know, even if he 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 just seen to like put in effort twenty four seven. I think that's what you need in a player mm. that's going to build our team. Um, I was going to say, do you want the final word on Oscar? But I think I think you've just had it. I think we should just kind of move on a little bit to kind of to wrap it up about Come the Newcastle then. game. I mean, one of the questions that, that occurred to me is that, you know, albeit that they played pretty well in the second half, once they got their noses on, in front, they started to look more like the Chelsea that we've been seeing this season. Um, there, there, there was a sense that I have at the moment, Dan, mm -hmm. that, that Chelsea are kind of getting away with it at the moment. You know, they're not... You know, OK, if, if, if there were moments in the season where they've been 100%, yeah. they've maybe been about 65 70%. For a lot of the last month or two, and yet they're still, you know, they're still getting the results that's and they're still wins. top of the league. That's so, what wins the title. But are, are we getting away with it a bit at the moment? I think you have to when you're going to win the league. I know it's a massive cliche, but it's a 38 game season. Mm. It's absolutely impossible Marathon, to maintain. Not sprint. Exactly. Yeah. How many more cliches can we come up? With? I think it's. I mean, yeah, right. for over 38 games, you're never ever going to be paying 100. percent And if you look at our Christmas results, Spurs aside, it wasn't that bad. I mean, they draw Southampton. They've gone and beaten. Decent United, side, Southampton. Beat Arsenal, beat United. Not, Spurs beat, is a freak result. Because that could have been 5 all or 8-5 yeah, exactly. or whatever. So know. Hampton, we've got the penalty. It's 2-0 or 2-1. West Ham, we were brilliant. Stoke was a good away win. So really, it's not been playing brilliantly, but the results haven't been that bad. Mm -hmm. City had their blip October time when they dropped points. Yeah. We've had our blip now and we're two points ahead. And we but, could, be, could go eight mm. clear if we beat them end of the month. I and mean, I think, a, yeah, I, I do agree with what you're saying. I do, Dan. But I think... Hazard, like you've written down here, Hazard has a spark. And I think aside from anyone that scores goals, if, if there wasn't any goal scoring in it, put it this way, has anybody else got that spark? And I don't think they have, like Hazard. And yeah, to be honest, to be honest, Hazard on New Year's Day was the only one who had that bit of spark. He mm -hmm. had nobody to help him. And yeah. I don't I want them to all improve on that because it will come to a point where there is an important game, mm. and if we haven't got if he hasn't got any backup, well, we are going to lose it does the look game. A bit like so. that, City, it? City of the acid test, I think mm. that'll be I think it will be. be a massive. It's going to really. Fun. I can't go. That's really doing my. I'm nine. going, and I'm, I cannot I'm really wait. Doing my nine. The other thing I really wanted to say was I, I actually think that a lot of the credit uh, for the victory on Saturday actually really should go to, to Jose Mourinho, yeah. who was spitting fire for the entire match. I thought he was going to have a fit watching oh, him on the touchline. He? he was really cross yeah. all the time, into the players, into the players, in, from the first minute because he could tell that they weren't quite at it, and he was getting into them. 
And um, God knows what he said at half time, but whatever it was, he, it worked. But I mean, I think, you know, and I've been saying this at the beginning of the season that we will win the title because we have the best manager. Mm. And when push comes to shove, I would rather have, you know, one, uh, one Jose Mourinho than 100. Pellegrinos. Yeah, you know. and people used to say that Fergie was worth 15 extra points yeah. a season and Mourinho is worth 15 extra points a season. Mm. Um, we asked Steve Holland after the game on Saturday, you know, what happened to half time? Did he go in there? Did he break teacups? And Steve joked, we've only got plastic teacups, they're not very effective. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> yeah. Well, very good reason, I would have thought. But, you know, he didn't, of course. He, he psychologically managed them and he, he is a genius at what he does. Mm. You know, I think it's more of a case with Jose Mourinho. He's not one of the managers who would go in and, and say to his players, how have you gone from being like this to playing like this in the first half? He's probably gone in there and said, you will not go from that to that. Yeah. And that's, that's the bottom line. I mean, he'll always protect his players in the public, but behind closed doors, if they're not putting their weight, they'll, they'll know about mm. it, I'm sure. But it's really, really interesting. I mean, you know... He's he just, uh, I mean, he's the best manager in the world by then. I, I mean, I hope the man stays with Chelsea forever. But yeah. the way that he got into them and, 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 and made a point of the fact that, that OK, if things aren't going their way, you need to, you need to press people more. You need to mm. make it happen. You can't mm. just let it happen. You've got to make it happen. I think that's really what his contribution was on Saturday. And, and going back to what I said before about, he said, there are two battles to be won here. One is on the pitch, the other one's in your head. Yeah. And right. this is almost important in your head than what's going on on the pitch. Absolutely yeah, right. And uh, there's lots of things going on in my head at the moment, mainly Chaz saying we've got to go to a break. <laughs> so uh, we will. We will go there to a break. He's, he's in there. But when we come back, we're going to be talking fannies. Oh, yes. <laughs> Fans, real opinions. I'm Jason Cundy, and you're listening to the Chelsea Football Fancast. Oh, yes! Footballfancast.com. Hello, this is the Chelsea Football Fancast, and I'm set for Chidge. This is the lovely Sophie Rose, the uh, the, be- the beauty to my beast. I think oh, is probably. Don't be mean. Well, I think it's probably true. So you're lovely. I'm, I know I'm lovely. I'm not a fan of beards, but. Oh, okay. Well, I'm not shaving it off for you because all the other women in my life like my beard. Love it. So there we go. We have Dan Silver. So we have Dan Silver and Dan Levine. It's very confusing when you've got two Dans on the show, but one of them is Dan Silver, one of them is Dan Levine, and they're both very nice, and I'm glad they're here. Um, I'm also kind of glad we're here for this part too because uh, it's time for the fannies, which we all know and love. Now, um, this week is what we like to call free vote week. Uh, In other words, I didn't have time or couldn't be asked to put them up on the website. So we're all going to have a chat about what I nominated and then we will vote for it. And then if I do get time this week, I will put uh, the uh, nominations up on the website and you can vote for them too. But more of that later. Right. First of all... Man of the match. Uh, I've gone for uh, Petacek, uh, Diego Costa, and Oscar. All right, Sophie. So out of those three, <coughs> what do you reckon? Um, oh, it's a hard one. Um, I wouldn't go with Costa. No. Um, I wonder who she'll vote good. for. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm seriously considering this. Okay, I, I was going to go with Czech, but the reason I'm going with Oscar, and I, may I just say this, I thought Czech had a great, great game. However, I think Oscar's assist and goal were two crucial points in the game where if he hadn't have done those, we wouldn't have won. Mm. So that's who I'm going with. I'm wow, what a surprise. Dan, Dan, Dan Silva is disagreeing I'm with me. I'm going for Czech because he made the crucial saves at 0-0 and we could have been 2-0 down, so I think it's got to be Czech for me because he had the biggest influence keeping us in the game. 
What are you so, going for? Check. I'm going to wait and keep my powder dry. Dan, and what do you reckon? Levine. I'm going to go for check as well because I think without him, potentially it was half time at Spurs. Mm. I, think you, you, I, I think your piece said as much, actually. Uh, one of the pieces that you wrote, but I think I read Possibly. the I read the post match. <laughs> Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Cheech. JK. In all the years you've been following Chelsea, you hardly ever miss a match, home or away. But how would you feel if you couldn't be there and it's not on TV? Oh, Cheech, I'd be bereft. Inconsolable. The thought of missing my beloved Blue Boys live. <laughs> it's all too much. <laughs> I know, JK, I know. It's all a bit too much, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> well, panic not. NordVPN have come to the rescue. They have? Yep, NordVPN allows us to watch any match, even if it's not on live TV here. They do? Yeah, they do. With just one click, they switch your virtual location to a country which is showing the match and they act as your cyber bodyguard whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like card details and passwords. Oh, wow, great. Uh, but yeah, I bet that'll cost me a fortune. Actually, JK, it's only the price of a cup of coffee per month and you can use your account across six devices. It's a bargain, JK. And best of all... No more tears for you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, NordVPN. I'm so happy. I could cry. <laughs> Where do I sign up, Jidge? Well, to get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Chelsea Fancast. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, and you'll help support the Chelsea Fancast. The link is in the podcast episode description box. Summary type one. And I, I'm sure it was you where I read that this could have been Spurs all over again. Uh, no, that wasn't me. I shouldn't have said that. It would be more entertaining if I had said that. And maybe, I don't know who it was. It wasn't, I mean, Marco uh, writes a really good piece for the, uh, Marco Worrell writes a really good piece for ESPN after the game. It was probably Marco. But if, uh, Marco's usually really positive, so that sounds a bit kind of, a bit scaremongery negative for Marco. But anyway, whoever, I don't know. Um, I think this is a cracking selection this week, I have to say, because each one has its own particular merits, so, doesn't it? It was just, all, just a bit of a weird game, to be honest. I, I felt like there were, like, spark moments, and the rest was rubbish, <laughs> to well, be honest. But I'm not, I'm not saying it was, you know, a poor performance. It's just... Uh, say what you mean, Soph. Don't hold back. Either, either, to either, either Czech or Oscar, I think, could be... Could be, you know, because on one hand, one of them could let goals in. The other, yeah. we may not have scored anything. Well, I so. think, I think, I think it's. I, I, I totally agree with both the Dan's here on on the Czech issue. That if you know, and as I said it, I said it in part part two, I think. But you know, if Czech was the only one who played consistently well for the whole match, everybody else, certainly Oscar and Costa on this selection, played well for okay, a half. Okay, you're going to go on that then. Yeah. You know, and and Czechs. Uh, Two or three saves in that first half, without doubt, kept us in the game. And I think you're right. I mean, Newcastle, I thought, actually played really, really well. Yeah. Cabela's a decent player, isn't he's he? What's going on from. about this one? Who is he? Well, quite. He's got the most stupid haircut <laughs> yeah, I've ever so, seen yeah. on a football pitch. Apart from, um, who was that um, Portuguese player who played for Liverpool? I don't know. Liverpool you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Xavier. 
Yeah, I mean, if Czech, Czech doesn't make those saves, we don't win the game. And it could have been, it could have been, as, as you said, Spurs all over again. Um, Costa battled away all match, complete monster, immense. Battled through his own form in some respects. Scores a really good goal. Could have scored one of the goals of the season. He's a tough one this week, you isn't know, he? You uh, know, he, he deserves it in yeah. many respects for that. Oscar, pretty poor in the yeah. first half, but he scores the first goal and he lays on a flick for the Costa goal. Very important contribution. Yeah. And yeah. Sophie loves him, so there's a good reason to vote for him. So um, it's a toughie. I, I'm going to write, Sophie, I'm going to ask you first. Are you going to vote for? Uh, <clears throat> what final say? Well, they're gonna, we're all going to vote too, but you can have the first vote. I know, I'm just trying to think. Um, it's all about me. Oh, God, I, need, I think I need help from the viewers. Um, you can't, not this week. Oh. All right, all right, all right, all right. I will go with check. Going to go with yeah. check. You know, it's quite a sensible, yeah. sensible yeah. choice. You're going to go for check? Check. Yeah, definitely check because without check, Oscar Costa might not be necessary. Yeah, I'm, I'm changed gonna, my mind. I can't believe I've I'm gonna, my yeah. mind. Okay, well, I'm going to go for check too. So we are we are unanimous. unanimous. So unanimous. check first. I don't think we need to go into that. We'll just Were you swayed check. by the reasonable vote, the, the, the reasonable discussion? No, of the I don't panel. think it was well, that. Checks. I think when you said it, a, con a consistent. I mean, I was basing mine on specific moments in the game, but at the end of the day, it's more important to. S I guess if we if, I guess if nobody had scored, at least we wouldn't have lost. See what I mean? As well as if Czech was rubbish, we may well have lost the game. I don't know. I see the logic in that. Yeah, I see what I'm saying. I do. Anyway, uh, chant. right. Chant of the chant. match. match. Ch chant. Chant. I, I say chant. She says chant. Chant. Uh, look at that lovely uh, photograph of... That uh, is a lovely flag. Is that where you sit? Where's that? It's in the shed end. Upper? Yeah, that is where I sit. Yeah? There you go. Are you underneath that flag? No, nah, I'm a uh, gate eight. They made a bit of a noise on Saturday. Did they? So I'm told, we yeah. We did, we're quite yeah. loud, do you know what I mean? Richard's, Richard's uh, you know, shed campaign seems oh, to well, be well, very I'm, I sit next to uh, Dan Banks, hello Dan if you're watching. And the he, uh, sorry, the legend that is the, Dan Banks, yeah. get the it legend. right. The legend that well, is Dan Well, he's only Banks. just booked my Paris trip, so he was, his rep was uh, on the way down. Oh. But he's, he's, uh, he's, he's regained his I um, love Dan Banks, reputation. Dan Banks is just a legend. I, th I thought, the, <laughs> but just changing the subject, back to what you're talking about, I think the shed was the noisiest part of the ground on Saturday. Yeah, we're really yeah. loud. My friend Lower or, or Shelby or well, either end. Richard's done a great job. runs the campaign to yeah. sort the atmosphere out. I mean, he, he's done done a great job there. And it's an awful, you know, it's a really thankless task or a poison chalice, depending on which metaphor you prefer. But, you know, you just get loads of abuse and trolling from people, but nobody ever comes up with a better solution. And somebody just has to grasp the mantle, not the Darren mantle, honestly, although many would like to. Uh, but, you know, t take the ball by the, the horn, perhaps. Yeah. No, after that, no. Let's, no, let's, 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 let's <laughs> can we just talk about the chance. Yeah. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Well rescued, Dan. Yes, OK. Now, talking of the shed, there was a, a monster, monster, monster uh, zigger He's always a zigger. He's always the same But this guy. was really good. I it's really enjoyed good. this one. Um, gate seven. Was it? Like, sort of not where I gate eight, it's gate seven. It's Ross's, isn't it? Where we, where well, they used to be Ross? in the shed. They used to be in the shed, and there'd be this little nine, ten-year-old who used to... Start off the zigger zagger, which I thought was really funny because it would be zigger zagger, zigger zagger, oi, oi, oi. And it was just like wrong. Because there is a theory, you know, that there's a theory that only people who have a direct connection to Mick Greenaway are allowed to, to start the zigger zagger chant. It's like pearly kings and queens, isn't it's, it? You have can to you, be related you, by yeah. blood. Can you imagine if I started it? 
I would love to. Do you think, do you think people would listen if I started it? Well, I don't know. I mean, I've heard women do it before. I mean, the lovely cat. If Oscar ever scores five goals in one match, you're going to do a zigzag. I'll, I'll do a zigzag okay, at the I end like of the that. match, and then. Um, Everyone can join in with okay, me. Well, Kath. I've definitely seen Kath do a zigzag before. CFC Kathy. Yeah. I, 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 oh, I've God, seldom, has she done it before? I've seldom oh, yeah. seen many men do a zigzag. Is it any good? Yeah. Is it? Kath's voice is so loud, she could clear a pub, mate. I tell I've you. Never, she, I've only seen her. I've never met her. No, she's lovely, you know. And, and as I said, she, 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 I mean, you know, I, she's been to more games than really anybody else, I know. Yeah. But she, she really does do a cracking zigzag. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And she likes a Zambuca. So if you see her in the pub after Ooh. game, make sure you get her a Zambuca in. Anyway, uh, Zigazaga, uh, the Diego charm. Not, not. I mean, we, we sang it all, all through the match. But I loved the uh, the one where he, uh, you know, when he got subbed. I thought that was lovely. Diego, everybody, Diego, everybody loved Diego. Diego. Yeah. I'm really worried about the, the IQ of the average chess supporter these days because we can only seem to manage songs mm. where they've got one word. You know, so my happy, happy, happy Kurt might not uh, get off the mm. ground. But I thought that was cracking, and I do like a bit of humour in my songs. And the uh, the the Geordies, all ten of them, that made the trip down. Uh, yeah. They basically were giving poor old Loic Remy a bit of a grief because, of course, he used to play for them uh, a while back. Mm. And uh, I think they were accusing him of being somewhat greedy. Yeah. I think they were accusing him of just basically here to sit on the bench, weren't yep. they, Dan? Yeah. Yeah. So what did we say? Well, we, have, we can't say exactly what <laughs> we said. He left because you're not very good. Yes. Loic Remy, he left because you're poo. Yes, yeah. poo is the accepted substitute yeah. for the word that they really said. <laughs> of course, you, you know what they sang back to that. Uh, no, I didn't. They sang Frank Lampard, he left because you're poo. Ooh, <laughs> naughty, naughty, <laughs> naughty. Quite amusing yes. because I think we're top well, of the I mean, league. he definitely didn't. I don't, I... What would have been really funny at that particular and point? Then, and then we chucked back Alan Pardew, he left because you're poo. Well, what would have been, <laughs> what would have, <laughs> more accurate. What would have been really, I think, appropriate at that point would have been for the entire shed end to say, sit down, shut up. You're a big, big load of fans, but you're out of shape. For us, it's a full-time job. Like it. Like good, it. good reference there. Thank you, Dan. And then chuck him off the top of the car you know park. No, no, I don't. Yeah. Get Carter. Go Google it. Carter. Michael Caine. Get Carter. Michael Caine. Get Plays Carter. a flashy Cockney. He goes up Geordie Land. All right, and it gets very violent. Oh, okay. The best gangster films ever made. It's a British film. Oh, it's film. a film. I thought you were saying it's, it's a, a film, love. It's a film. Oh, God, a film. Brilliant. I'll show you a picture gangster of it later. Gangster films scare me, though, I have to say. No, no you'll love this one. This is a good film. It's like late British, 60s, British early classic. 70s. Classic, British classic, classic film. film. Mm. All right, so those are our three choices. Sophie, <laughs> spray that again. <clears throat> Thank you, Chidge. <laughs> Can I just get a cleaner in? I need new teeth in this week or something. I don't know. What are we saying? I think probably I'll go for the... Loic Remy. You're going to like you like that. Yeah, because I, I love him, and he clearly didn't. Well, he clearly left because they were. If you like yeah. a bit of banter with your chance, choose that one. <laughs> sing a song about that. I'll go for we? him. Yeah, I if do love. If you like a bit of aggro with your football, join our club. We used to have so much better songs yeah. in the old days, didn't we? <laughs> I like that one. Uh, Today is the day that uh, the one about Jeremy, you know, the sugar puff bear, whatever it was. Yeah. Who's that? It's brilliant. <laughs> Today's the day that Jeremy became a skinhead or something like that. It's a classic old song. Anyway, you're going for Low It Remy. I've got yeah. to go on because I'm waffling as always. Dan? Uh, Low It Remy. Low It Remy. I've got to go for Zika Zaga. Yeah. I, 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 ooh, I can't do that. Uh, I'm going to have to go for Low It. Uh, okay. I can't be dealing with a tie tonight because oh, there's four of us. Also but. great. No, Gerard songs. No Gerard songs? Yeah. Of course, we should have said so. All right, so Loic gets it, uh, really, because I've cheated, but uh, <laughs> I, two, 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 two to the one, really, would have done it anyway. Right, Guinness... Uh, have we got a, a Gerard songs amnesty now until we play Liverpool twice in a week? There's a great theory... Yes, quite, but there's a great theory, which I like, which I've seen a lot of on Twitter, as no doubt of all of us, but uh, at the moment, the done thing is that if you hear anybody singing the Gerard song, you immediately shout, Chelsea, 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 and it mm -hmm. drowns it out. That's the hope. Mm -hmm. 
You know, so if you're out there, if you go to the games and you hear somebody singing the Gerard song, which we're bored stupid of, just to start singing Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea. Because oh, so you've, you've had bored of it. Yes. yes it's irrelevant. It's only when you play Liverpool, it's and relevant. It, until, it makes us look stupid. Yeah, until Anfield yeah. a week tomorrow night. And that's oh, different. Then oh, we give it yeah. to them. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought also, you meant when, he's, when we're playing against oh, them. Oh, when we're oh, playing yeah. against them, it's perfectly acceptable, but not to sing it every flaming week. Oh, I, I don't. Think you need I to just... change one of the songs. You'll never see Gerard. Yeah. Two will never see Gerard. Yeah, yeah, you'll never see Gerard. No, two will never see. Can we do the Guinness moment? I'm sorry. running out of time. Right, okay, there are three wonderful nominations this week. Again, there are quite a few, but I think check save against Cabela. Yep. I, out of the many great saves he made, that one was the one that did it for me. Uh, Oscar's flick for Costa's goal was just superb. Mm -hmm. You must have been going mental when you saw that. It was genius. Yeah, was yeah. It really was. Yeah. Oh, that would have been a Guinness moment. It was. For when you. I sent I was like, Jesus Christ, yeah. Yeah. Is there any need to vote? Well, yes, because there's <laughs> another on, one. By the way, Cost other, other profits are available. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Costa's run and shot, which Dan and I uh, explained earlier on, but he basically, I mean, his, his, his turn and flick to beat the man originally was enough. And then he beat, and then four, he beat, defenders. Three, then he beat yeah. four defenders. And, and really, turned again. He didn't hit it cleanly. If he'd have hit that, he kind of kicked it into the ground. If it had hit that cleanly, that would have been a goal. I, th I think yeah. the excellent defending there from Colacini, who was completely mugged off in the first part of it, yeah, and got back he got that back. boot over. But he wouldn't have... I mean, if, if, if Costa had hit the ball cleanly, A, it would have been too quick, yeah. and it would have either been either higher or lower. Because he hit it into the ground, it kind of bounced up just at the right mm. height for Colacini, which is a... But Krull was well beaten. Oh, yeah. yeah, he was all beaten, all ends up. Mm. So those are the three. Dan, I know what one you want. Costa. Costa, yeah, remind us anyway. Yeah, Dan. Costa. You're going to go for Costa yeah. too? You crazy people. Oh, just, uh, who are you going for? If I don't go for Costa, Ross will never speak to me ever again. What are you talking about? But I really like Check Save and I really like Oscar's Flick. Oscar's Flick was genius. It You're going to vote for Oscar, yeah, aren't you? Yeah, I am going to vote for Oscar. Yeah, are you sure about There's that? There's nobody else I would ever vote for on this. All right. <laughs> In yeah. this little competition we've Well, got I'm going to vote on. for Costa then, because then I can ensure that that wins. Sorry, Sophie. <coughs> it's tough. I'm leaving. OK, never mind. <laughs> anyway, that's the last we'll see of Sophie Rose. It's been a real pleasure uh, presenting this show with her. Um, we will be getting a far inferior substitute in for next week, um, which will probably be Jonathan Kidd. Anyway, um, celery moment. We've got... Uh, these are a bit esoteric, because they're all mine, obviously, so excuse me for this. I have to give a nomination for for Mourinho going absolutely mental on the touchline for the whole game. He was shouting. I, I love it. I mean, he is a, he's a psychiatrist's dream, Mourinho. He really is. I mean, mm. a study of that man on the touchline for a whole great. of those 90 minutes would be, give you 25 books worth. Mm. Because it's like, you know, he's fighting a battle with everybody and himself at the same time. You know, he was shouting at everybody. He was shouting at the assistant line, referee, the referee. He was shouting at the players, you know, the crowd. He shouted no. something very rude in Portuguese about the assistant referee's yeah. mother. Did they give with a P? Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's all I bloody hell when I... Oh, it's all I... It's all I... It's all I... We apologise. Yeah. We apologise. We would like to break up this transmission to apologise for the foul language uttered by Sophie Rose. I again. said bloody though. That's the bit yes, better. The Say it again. Um, but no, I, I, um, I used to hear it a lot when I worked in Spain. So uh, Did you? are Portuguese swear words on your list of banned words? Potentially. <laughs> you know oh. when uh, you know when Torres scored the winning goal in Barcelona. I did. A, behind oh, a Spanish yeah. one jumped and said that word. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> As he was falling. <laughs> that, that got so nominated. Funny. Funnily enough, Sophie, just to show how brilliant you are uh, again. 
That was voted for as a salary moment after that game. Great time. We, we Great noticed time. that. Right, so anyway, Mourinho going mad on the touchline definitely has to have a, a nomination. The reception for Diego Costa when he, when he got subbed off I thought was superb, actually, on, on all sides, both him and, and, uh, and the crowd. And finally, I need to give this a nomination, but I think that Jose Mourinho giving the press the silent treatment is hilarious. I think absolutely. If, if, you know, if you're going to get collared for saying anything, and, and we're going to talk about this, uh, I think, in the next part, but if you're going to do that and then get charged by the FA, then take the FA out of the equation by saying nothing and then get the press to moan about the fact that... The, you know, Because there is this kind of weird relationship, love-hate relationship, I think, that the press have with Mourinho. Mm. You know, they sit there... They, they, they fall on his every word because he gives them great copy. And then when he throws his toys out the ground, won't speak to them. So why he doesn't say anything of any consequence or substance. Anyway, I heard that absolute, complete, odious burg, Calvin, Michael Calvin, the Millwall fan, yes, on the press programme on Talk Sport last night. And he was saying that you know, Mourinho says nothing of substance. He said he must say something useful because he clearly knows how to coach the players. But he says nothing of substance or content worth anything to us. Well, why do you spend every week writing about him? Then? Well, perhaps yeah, every other back page for the last couple of years has been nothing of substance in that case. They're just—I hate their hypocrisy <clears throat> in, a, in, a, in a level that he would even frighten you, Dan. But anyway, I, I just think it's hilarious. He's just like, "I ain't playing with you, then." Yeah. My ball, I'll take it home. I love that attitude. Um, so, out of those three, we've got about a minute and a half, two minutes left. What are you going to go for? I'm going to so- go for the silent treatment because I think whether or not he's saying something or. Or saying nothing, he has the press going. Yeah. You like that? Every yeah. time they're so obsessed with him. Everyone is so obsessed with that manager more than any of the others. Brilliant. You love that. I, I love you, you Jay Safe. Yeah. I thought you might. I love that. Good. Uh, Dan. No, well, it'd be I, interesting to hear what you have to say. I, can't, man from I media. can't vote for that, can I? Why not? Jose, come back, please. We what miss you. Actually, we miss what, you. Mortimer, what do you think about that? The fact that he's done a, done a runner? Um, he can do that if he wants, can't he? Yeah. Because he's Jose Mourinho. Yeah. Okay. But. Uh, it's. I'm not sure what he's achieving by doing it. We're going to talk about that a lot more in the next part, I think. But I thought okay. it was really funny that Steve Holland uh, adopted the Mourinho position. And you were saying to me earlier that, was it Dan saying, yeah. in the press in the press or afterwards, he, Mourinho walked past and it was a penalty. Yeah. <laughs> Which I thought was great. But anyway, what are we going to vote for? Uh, Diego Costa. Diego. Jose, because I love him. I Which think one? Going mental or, or. Oh, the presser. Just, I just, just, I the press. just love him. He's brilliant. There yeah. we go. Tidbits. What All are you right. going Fima. for? I'm, I'm going to go for, for Mourinho giving the press a sign trim because I think yeah, it, it generally has made me laugh. Yeah. We're nearly unanimous. Sorry, Dad. Can yeah. I just... Have you got enough time for me to uh, say... You've got, you've got about 30 seconds. OK, somebody said exactly this to me. They said, why, why didn't they... they mm, the press, you know, never speak to them again. And this was from a guy I was speaking to... Um, we had a good discussion, but he's in California somewhere. And I said, you know, if, if Jose Mourinho never spoke to the press, you would never, ever hear from him. Are you happy with that? Because he's not going to phone you up at home. <laughs> Lovely. That, do you yeah. know what, Dan? That's a brilliant way of putting it. And you know, the bottom line is, is you can't. They can't have it both ways. They can't, you know, kick him, kick him all the time, and then, then you know, and then then get cross because he doesn't speak. Because the man is box office. He is great copy. Just let him be Jose. Let Jose be Jose. Anyway, uh, let the Chelsea football fancast be the Chelsea football fancast. After the break, he'll be talking more about Jose actually in the FA charge. We'll see you in a sec. Fans, real I'm Jason Cundy, and you're listening to the Chelsea Football Fancast. Proper Chelsea. Footballfancast.com. 
Hello, good evening, and this is not David Frost. This is, in fact, the Chelsea Football Fancast, and I am Stanford Chich, and this is the lovely Sophie Rose. Hi, everyone. Aren't I lucky to get to present the show with, with something as lovely as this? What well, am I... I lucky to present the show well, with something you, as Sophie. lovely as this? I didn't pay uh, her to say that. you. I, honestly, I did yeah. not pay her to say that. I, I really did not pay her to say that. But it sounds like I did, doesn't it? Anyway, no, it's lovely to be here with all of you Doesn't tonight, indeed. particularly to have Dan back on the show, who always talks so much sense. Hello. Lovely to be here. Good to see you, particularly when he's been spluttering away all evening. And Dan, Dan, as we've already established, the Kurt Zuma of the Chelsea <laughs> Fancast, the latest... Zuma! Just, Zuma. You know, but it just shows... Silver, you know, Zuma. Zuma. <laughs> Zuma. Silver, Silver, Silver. Silver, It just shows that you, 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 can, you, know, you can sit on the benches, you, you do your hard yards on the benches, and then uh, one day your dream of being on a show with Sophie Rose can come true. Well, can I just say, what? just on the Zuma... Yes. Subject, yeah. if we are there. Um, if any of you do watch my channel, Chelsea Fans Channel, we do loads of interviews after the game. It is, it is. And um, there was one kid, and gem- normally I don't interview kids that are this intelligent at their oh, age. I heard about I haven't seen this, he but I didn't only, hear about this. I don't know how old he was, probably, you know, 10, 11, whatever, but even maybe even a little bit younger, I'm not sure. But his name was Adam, and if you're watching Adam, hello. Um, if I'm not sure if you are. Um, but he generally be. Wa- I don't no. want them all watching your lot every week. <laughs> he generally was one of the best people that... Or you know, actual people that I've ever interviewed um, for for my channel ever. He was so intelligent. Was it your channel. Well, I bet our you say channel. that about the Chelsea fancast, don't you? Say, yeah, my, my Chelsea fancast. He says it's all right. that, that, the others are a bit stupid, but I'm all right. But no, if you do, if you do type in uh, Chelsea fan channel on YouTube, it will um, type in. Uh, the, for, for the for reviews of Chelsea Newcastle, Adam will come up and he's a really good you spell kid. It, is it, is you spell it Chelsea, F-A-N-C-A-S-T. There you go, folks. <laughs> oh, Chelsea fancast. Is he going to be a new cult figure then on the Chelsea I'm hoping that I'm hoping that he yeah. comes back and uh, sees me because it's, it's, I just think it's, I've got to he's check just it out. so great. It's, like... it's great to see kids that actually know exactly... God, he's better than me, to be honest. I, I, I only am aware of it through the tweets and the retweets that I saw and a lot of people saying, blimey, this kid knows his onions. Is yes. he going to be your claw? He was literally yeah. like... He was talk, I was talking or to him I was, you know, interviewing and I was like... Yeah, um, I completely agree. I didn't know what did to you, say did to him. Did you put your arm around good. him when you did it? Yeah, I was like... How old is he? Like, oh, I don't know. How old was he? Oh, I can't remember now. I was, no, I was just lent down. I hope he's not an impressionable age. That's all I can say. No. Uh, anyway, what? Anyway, yeah, he was really, really good. What? So thank you for that. <laughs> my bad? Stick <laughs> <laughs> uh, psychology books. Okay. Yes. Yeah, my, maybe I should apply them to myself, perhaps. Uh, no, that would take far too long. Um, I'd just like to add to this, actually. The joy of doing this uh, show with Sophie is that she's created her own little girl corner. You can't really see it. In the, bo- the bottom of your screen here, you see what you've got. You've got her, she's got her carrots with her, and she's got her lippy with her. There we go. And it, she's got her iPhone. You know. Oh, yes, this is very... Is I need brilliant? to interact with the people. You didn't used to get that way when it was just me, Chelltel, and Dr. Mar. You would get a bag of carrots like and a lippy. Car- carrots and lippy are the new Strongbow me, me and, and Doritos. I think yeah. I'll pass on the carrots. Thanks all the They're same. Good. Right, now, in this part, we're, we're kind of having a round-up of what's been going on in the whole Chelsea world this week. Um, with a bit of transfer rumour and all sorts of other news. But I think, first of all, we really got to talk about uh, the thing we were actually talking about in the salary moment a minute Mm. ago, which is the absolutely ludicrous, stupid FA charge for Jose Mourinho. Um, Dan, I'm going to kick it off with you. Why? Please explain to me why the FA have charged Jose Mourinho. Managers are not allowed to talk about the performance of the referee after the game. Um, Why? To say this very clearly... We need to say this very clearly and simply. Managers are not allowed to talk about referees after the game. That's what you said, yeah? The p- sort of, the performance of. There, and there are certain levels they are and aren't allowed to cross. Um, and the FA have, in their wisdom, decided that he has crossed those 
levels. And how, Dan, has he done that? Well, the FA will have to answer <laughs> that, won't they, really? Um, people have rightly said that during his diatribe against the campaign, he never pointed the fingers at referees. Nope. Uh, it was quite no, interesting. It's quite interesting. The following week, when he was drawn on this again, he actually turned to Steve Atkins, the Chelsea press officer, and said, "Steve, tell him what the company line is." And Steve had to trot out what the company line and what was. Is, what does Steve say? <laughs> Basically, there is a campaign. We don't know who it is. Maybe it's the media. No one mentions referees at this point. Now, if you look very carefully at what Jose said, there are some comments about referees, and I suspect. But not in the same conjoined sentence. I suspect there may be a little bit of a jigsaw being put together here. He will lose. The he, will oh, right. he will definitely be found guilty. But that's, that's a given. Because, it's ridiculous. You know, the F, the F, I mean, for God's sake, if the FA can, can charge uh, Jose Mourinho like they did last season for praising a referee, because they, they, in their room, because they knew, they knew exactly what was going on in Jose's head, so they decided he was being sarcastic. Now, you can't prove whether somebody's being sarcastic or not. It's beyond not. proof. But you know, with Jose, there's a little tariff here. I mean, you, come you on, draw, you know you can't prove that. Jose's team draws a game that they're not supposed to draw, and all of a sudden, he goes off on one. So, Jose's team loses a game that they're not supposed to lose. So, he goes off on them big time. Jose's team loses, gets absolutely humped by Tottenham in a game. Can I say that? I do apologise. Humped is a bona fide word. <laughs> OK. And it's basically a shortened version of thumped. And he creates an FA charge for himself. <laughs> I mean, you would, you would, as a manager, get get angry. I mean, for for God's sake, there some some of the decisions. I I agree with everything that Jose says when he talks yeah, about so referees, whether he says their name or not. Like he's well within his right to yeah. say something. I mean, it's ridiculous. Like the, the referees are so poor that even I would say something. I mean, they are so poor. I can't think of one that I actually think has a good game. They are all they're rubbish. They're, well, it's not rubbish. They they're just rubbish. don't know what they're doing. You know, you know, you're on the you're the one who's right there in front of it. And even against, um, where was I sat for this one? Stamford Bridge. What was the last Premier League match before Watford? Uh, well, it was Spurs. At home. At home, it would have been West Ham. West Ham game. The, I, think it was, I think it was this one. The linesman gave the decision and the referee said no, no, no. And it was, it was clear that, it that the linesman was right. And it's Can ridiculous. I, just, just to widen this up a bit, Sophie yeah. and the Dans. Um, oh, you know, I, I, I would say it. for almost as long as I've kind of come back to Stamford Bridge with a season ticket, which is now about 15 years. Mm. For the, the entire time, I've always thought that most the, the refereeing performances that we get at home are shocking. We get more decisions given... And this has always intrigued me, actually, because, you know, for the big clubs, the clubs that are like up there challenging for titles, mm. they nearly always get homers. I mean, Man United, it was always laughable, the amount of decisions that they got at home, you know. The number, God, of, penal the number of penalties that Liverpool get at the cop end, Leia. You know, all the big clubs get the decisions to go from. There is a counter-argument that says, yeah, but they tend to do more attacking, so they're going to get more decisions going for them, and I think that's a fair mm. point. But I've always thought, in the 15 years since I've been back at the bridge, that we get shocking decisions going against us and not for Indeed. us at home. We get more decisions going for us away, and that's always been the case. So what I'm saying is, I don't think this is a recent thing, Jose. The campaign's been going for as long as I can blooming well remember, mate. To, oh, I just can't, well, I can't even now say... Now you made me angry. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> no, it's not that. Ref, we just get... The referendum does so much more scrutiny now because, there's, like with the players, they're picked up from 25, 30 different angles. They're put, you know, every, every game, the decision's picked apart. They don't have the benefit of hindsight, replays, anything. So they have to make a quick decision. They are going to make mistakes. Not I'm defending referees. I think if you spoke to fans of other clubs, they may have the same opinion that they don't get the rub of the green. Mm. But you I know. think it's all right to make mistakes. It's just it's the level of mistakes they're making at the moment. It's the just a bit extreme. The argument is that the referee's chief is not doing his job, is it? Mm. Um, 
He was just Mike, Mike Riley. Riley. Yeah, he's, he's a rubbish not, referee. He's a rubbish for referee. Start. I mean, I, in the old days, you used to have you could name all the referees. They were good. You yeah. know who they were. Like, yeah. and now they'll just seem to be like twenty-one-year-olds. Well, or, yeah. or, or the, I mean, the thing that strikes me is that the ones you can name that you can remember are actually rubbish. Yeah. And so it's like it's like all the good ones have either been retired. Or, or no longer do it. So you've been left. The yeah. old, the old ones that have been left are rubbish. Phil Dowd being the obvious example, and yeah. the younger ones are just well inexperienced. I mean, I, I listened to Graham Pole on the on the radio on Talk Sport on Mondays on the Hawks and Jacobs show, Hawksbeat and Jacobs show, and um, you know it's really interesting to see what he says now. He's not a referee, and I mean, okay, I know there's a bit of entertainment yeah. going on, but you know he, he's quite often scathing about the younger referees' inexperience to make the right decision, which yeah. I think is a valid point. Anyway, what I really want to ask. Uh, I think this is one for you, Dan. You know, what, what is the club's view? And, and, and I, uh, is, is part of Jose kind of going into Perda uh, to try and avoid him getting into more trouble? Because I kind of get a sense that, you know, they don't want Jose getting into trouble all the time because they don't like the, the image of the club being affected. Um, well, the, the, the turn of events on Friday, Thursday, actually, was last week, the day before he was due to give his pre-match press conference, was they announced he was doing the press conference. 35 minutes later, he was charged by the FA. 35 minutes later, they announced he wasn't doing the press conference. Um, so that's, I think, a decision Jose has taken. Uh, well, is it a decision Jose has taken? Is, yeah, is it? I think it is. Not, yeah. not Steve? I think it's very clearly Jose saying... Um, some rude words, yeah. and we're not going to deal with them. But Sophie so, was saying, so hang on a minute. Jose's basically said, you know, they can jog on. Those are the rude words. Thank you. Uh, I ain't doing it. If they're going to be like that, I'm not. I'm just, you know, yeah, my, so my I, ball. I'm going to play with, you know. Blah, this blah, blah. is only my speculation, it's, but that's that's what. Yeah, I guess. but it's 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 therefore it's not Steve saying for your own good and for our own sake we can't have you going up in the, pre- in the press after this charge because you are going to be drawn into saying something that you will get you charged even more. I could see why he would want to say that. Um, but I think it's Jose's decision. Okay. Um, Sophie was saying about uh, you, you can understand why Jose lets himself get angered by these things. Yeah. I don't think he does. I really don't think he does. Wow. I was there at Southampton where he went to the press conference and he was absolutely steaming. I was standing by the door and he almost knocked me out with the door when he came out of it. Really? But he didn't let himself be angry. He made himself be angry. <laughs> Everything he does, he does with a purpose. Wow. I was going to say that. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I'm not... Whether Jose gets angry or or not, I'm you know I think whatever the whatever the game is or not game I don't know. But um, just in terms of referees, I just think that much like the players do, I think they should go home, evaluate their performance, and then make it better because they clearly don't do that. Because yeah. the amount of I'm, uh, the point I'm trying to make is unlike other seasons, the referees are making decisions these this season that are costing. The game yeah. completely one way or the other, and it's just. And I, I think just, just to remind you people out there, you know, after the Chelsea fancast, Sophie goes home after the Chelsea fancast and she evaluates the performance every week. <laughs> I do. That's, and that's why, why I'm she better. comes back better and better. <laughs> I mean, that's why you know. And there's two points: the referees are never held accountable. They don't have a, a public forum to come out. And secondly, it's consistency because I think um, Swansea manager said something very similar to Jose about a month ago. Nothing, nothing was done. They, they I think it is one rule for Jose yeah. and one rule and for the others. I think the FA have got one rule and it's guilty, irrespective uh, uh, of... Just to, just to pick up on that, boys, I mean, you know, do, do you think we get... I know. What, I think I know what the answer for this is going to be, but do you think we get a fair rap from the FA or Jose gets a fair rap from the FA? Picking up on Dan's point. Um, he is a loose cannon, to be fair, and he does come out with it an awful lot more than everyone else put together. It is the game he plays. Yeah, which um, is deflection. And I think he knows what he's doing. Um, and I think he, he makes a, an actual conscious decision. If I say this, it's going to cost me this amount of money, and it's worth it. 
All right. Do you know if okay. the club pays his fine, has actually come out? No, he, he has to pay his own fine. Okay. Okay. He's not short of a bob yeah. or two, so no, he does earn no eight, eight and a half million quid. So basically, yeah. basically, I think we're all agreed that Jose is going to get a, a, probably about fifteen. I mean, they might take previous offences into you know consideration. He might get end up with a biggie this time. Are we worried about money? Are we no. worried about Jose's? I'm problems? worried about him getting touchline bans. No, he won't get that. Which is not. You know, it's not inconceivable that that might happen. I'd, I'd be surprised if we're in that sort of realm of All right. stuff. Well, listen, he won't do that because he means stop talking. He's got, he's got to be the opposite way now. All right, we've got about five, six minutes. We've got a lot to try and get through. We won't get through all of it, so I don't really care. But the first of all is some rumours this week on the transfer front. Oh, yes, it's that happy time of the year called the January transfer It's very annoying. Window. Apart from one thing, Soph. There's, yeah, only one, go there's on one then. thing in it all that is not annoying. What's that? And it's my uh, article for oh. IB Times this uh, this week, which <coughs> is all on transfer window activity. It's like a wish mm -hmm. list, uh, which went out today. And even Ross said it was a great read. And if Ross says it's a well, great I'm read, I'm sure it is a great read. No, do you know what? I have to do some <clears> homework <throat> on it. I get excited towards the last couple of days of it, not for the month. But no. I mean, to be honest, I don't really it doesn't really bother me who everybody else is signing. I'm really focused on. Our team yeah. this season, yeah. and you know we what? don't really have many changes. To I make. really can't. Everybody knows this. He listens to the show. I can't stand the transfer window. I think it's an absolute load of nonsense. I mean, but hang yeah. on, there are a few rumours we should talk about. Uh, Go on. The in. first of which is uh, Czech being no. rumoured to move to Arsenal or Rome. Uh, Rome in and January. Well, yes. Well, no. It, well, at the end of the season. I mean, basically, the, the way I've heard it is that. The club are happy to let Czech go and really give him his head. There's a kind of a, it's like a, you know, look, you've been good to us, so we'll be good to you type thing. Do you think it's, it's what's going to happen? I mean, we had this conversation yeah. last time you were on about Czech, the injury. Czech stuff, is going but... nowhere in January. That's no, 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 that's obvious. Yeah. Uh, end of the season, you'd have thought he might be going somewhere else. That's got to be highly likely. With Roma, so... Liverpool, or Arsenal at the moment? Well, from what I know, I, I'd be surprised if Liverpool was. An option. God, I hope not. <laughs> um, Is he going to melt down about Lampard? Blimey. Do you think he'd get it? I'd be physically ill if Czech went to Liverpool. I, mm. I see the game abroad, I think. I Czech, hope so. Czech enjoys living in London. So, yeah, oh, Arsenal. Brilliant. Because they need a keeper. Well, their home's quite a nice place, obviously. Mm. I, mean, I, don't I, think, I don't think he'd get... I don't think Czech, if he was to go to Arsenal, would get the... Negative attention no, I don't that Ma that Frank Lampard's had. Just because I don't think we can we can fault him. He knows that we're trying we're moving on and he's going to move on. You know, to be honest, oh, we'll go into Frank Lampard later. But no, we won't. No, we won't. Oh, we won't. I just think <laughs> it's off. It's off. He's clearly miserable is, over there. So. For me? No, not you. Dan. is great service. Essentially, he's doing what Lampard's done. Yes, he's getting to a rival. No, because I think the, the point that Sophie's mm. trying to make yeah. is that. Um, the the issue with Lampard is the lack of transparency. Deception. I think yeah. that's what's got you know giving people the right raving yeah. hump. Yeah. See, it's an allowable. You can say word. that, right? You know, that's what's giving people the hump. It's it. You know, I think I think if it had been laid out clearly, there was no deal for Frank. Uh, there was no deal that was acceptable to Frank actually, which I think is more accurate. There was a deal for Frank. There was yeah, a deal for Frank, yeah. but it wasn't yeah. one that he wanted. And I think I think you know had everybody known that, and he said, "Well, okay, fair enough. I'm a free agent, and I choose to go here because they want me." I don't think people would have liked it, but at least they would have thought, "Well, okay." Yeah. Um, what, what, what worries me fundamentally about Czech going, particularly to Arsenal, is he will make Arsenal a better side, and, and whether yeah. you like it or not, peeps, they are still a bit of a rival and a bit of a threat. I think oh, mm. sorry, sorry, I think Chelsea would have serious reservations about selling him to a, a team seen as a rival. Well, there we the go. The question is whether or not you see Arsenal as a rival. Well, I do still, even though they're shocking this year, but I do. <coughs> I mean, you, put, been... you put Czech in that team, yeah. it's a better team tomorrow. You know, if you're, if you're going to end your career somewhere and you've played for a team as long... OK, let's face it, the main 
uh, Chelsea legends would be Frank Lampard, Ashley Cole, Czech, and John Terry. Like English, yeah. uh, or, or you know, whatever I'm trying to say. Uh, Ashley Cole's European. gone to Roma. Yeah, yeah. Czech's practically <laughs> English now, isn't he? Yeah. He is. They're all English. Yeah. Ashley Cole's gone to Roma, did the right thing. Yeah. Uh, he did, didn't he? Bless yeah. him. Yeah, John Terry's still with us, great. Czech has got a decision to make at the end of the season, yeah. I'm trusting to make the right one. And, you know, I don't think Frank's made the right decision. However, I'm not going to go into it, but I'm just saying that, you know, there's look, a way to go about I, I, it. Would, I, I, I would, you know, if Czech wants to go and still play at the highest level and thinks he can, then you can't stop him and, and good luck to him. But I, I, I wish there was a way we could, you know, accommodate him because I, I still think that, you know, Courtois may be good, but he's not quite there yet. And I think the benefit of having Czech around to teach him how to be as great as Czech has been would be fantastic. Right, we've got to move on very quickly because I want to quickly talk about those idiotic, messy rumours. Um, <laughs> the way I read it's this... It's so funny, really, now. Yeah, that he's the, way, the way I read this, Dan, is one, uh, we couldn't possibly buy him because... We, we, we just, you know, we're under the rules and regulations of FFP, financial fair play, so there's no way we could spend the kind of money which is anywhere between 500 million and a billion, depending mm. on where you read it. Uh, <laughs> so it's, he, he is far too much money, we couldn't afford him. Uh, I don't think Barcelona can actually sell him because uh, they're under a transfer embargo thanks to the FIFA ban that they've got. Mm. And here's the best one, and this is a proper chidge, proper chidge one. Why would we want him anyway? He hates Chelsea. He's got a record hating Chelsea. I've got a long memory. I don't forget that kind of shizzle, <laughs> man. I do not forget that. Wait. You are not welcome in a blue shirt whilst I support this club. Anyway, I'd rather have Ronaldo. He's much better than you. You're a more large opinion. Just okay. as well, Chidge, because he ain't coming. Yeah. All right, OK. So um, we sailed that one quite quickly, didn't we? Um, you say we can't afford him. No team can afford no him. No team can afford no him. No team governed by Maybe Man United? No team governed right. by financial fair play can afford him. But where are you going to put him? In this team we're trying to build... You could probably fit him in your handbag. He's not where very are big. You, but where, 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 where realistically? Because you're going to have to drop who? Oh, we could rotate him with William. Yeah. The, the only places silly. he could possibly go would be somewhere like Qatar, North America, somewhere that, where they just basically have no rules on, on, on spending. Right, uh, very quickly, because uh, we're running out of time to talk about Mika Richards. We've got time for just one more... Oh, that's a bit of a weird angle. We've got well, one, time for one more... Uh, there's a rumour about Scherler going to Wolfsburg for 23 million quid. Is that likely or not? In January, yeah. they've said so far not. However, who, who have said so far the, not? Oh, Jose, the club. The club have said not. I don't think not. January oh, right, would okay. be a big, big, big window for yeah. us. The, 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 only, the only reason I can see him going somewhere is if somebody else comes in. I, I think the end of the season right. is more likely. Very unlikely. I hope not. We, we, yeah. we did the whole Scherler thing to death last yeah. week, didn't we, Dan? And I'm a huge fan of Andre Scherler, and as I said, you know, for me... Uh, form is temporary, class is permanent, and, and I think we should stick with the, the young lad, young man, as Brian Clough might have said. <laughs> you know, yeah. He probably would have called him Andrea Shirley, wouldn't he, yeah. Cloughy? Bless him. Uh, but, yeah, I hope that... Anyway, there's no more, no more room for other news. Sorry. They might, I might try and bring a bit back in the next part, and the next part is coming up very, very shortly after this very, very, very quick, beautifully formed break. We'll see you in a sec. Fans, real I'm Jason Cundy, and you're listening to the Chelsea Football Fancast. Up the Chelsea! Footballfancast.com Welcome back to the Chelsea Football Fancast. Uh, it's it's Stanford Chidge here, of course, and the lovely, lovely, lovely carrot chewing Sophie, Sophie Rose, carrot, carrot crunching Sophie Rose, 
<laughs> Debbie McGee to my Paul. <laughs> What's his name? I forgot his name now. Daniels. Not Thank to, you, Paul not Daniels. Yes. Uh, and that's magic. No, it isn't. Um, anyway, um, she's bemused by that, aren't you? I am. You are bemused. <laughs> Did you know who? Do you know who Paul Daniels is? No idea. You don't know who? Do you know who Debbie McGee is? No. no. Generation. I love this. This is this is great. She doesn't know who Paul. You're, you don't know how lucky you are not to know who. Do you know uh, who Wave is? Who? No, not Wave. Wash. Wash. I had one this morning. Montana. Montana. No, wait, it's a Can lovely. Inc. Yeah, Montana's a huge state in the, in, in America. No. No. He's a. This? Do you know who Kid Ink is? No. No good, darling. No, no, no. Nobody does. Here. I'm gonna have to. See, oh dear God! I'm gonna have to get you oh, no, lot into man. the music. I thought it was down with the youth, man. Yeah. Do you know who the Infinite Three are? Um. No. no, but do you know what I'm going to call we can, you we lot? We can play this game all night, Sophie. You I'm going to call, call you lot my thoughts. What? You're going to have to uh, read up my, what my, that means. Your thongs. Your thoughts. Thoughts. T h o t s. That's thoughts. Thoughts. No, T h o t s. Okay. Tell me after the show. Um, but until then, more, uh, more importantly, she thinks Paul Daniels is a rapper. Yeah. At least you know they're rappers. There we go. Unbelievable. They're not I think, too do you know what? Here. It's time for Chelsea Chatter Stats. This week, read by the lovely Sophie with a little bit of stingage in between, hopefully, where I can play <laughs> bongos or imaginary ones. No, Chelsea Chatter Stats uh, sting. Sorry, I was misleading the gallery dun, dun, there. Dun, 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 dun. I never knew Chelsea had so much history. Right, uh, Sophie, what, uh, what voice are you uh, going to be reading? Are you going to read this in the style of Jonathan Kidd or in the style of Sophie Rose? Or um, or I'm Daniels, going fact, to... Yeah. How shall I read this? Well, posh however voice? you want. However you want. I'm going to try and be as posh as possible. Ready? Okay, do your posh voice. I can't wait. So I'm here always. are Chelsea Chadder's stats. Chelsea have kept up their 100% home record in the Premier League. They have also scored at least twice in each of those games. The Blues have now received over 50 yellow cards this season. Naughty. John Terry becomes the joint third all-time appearance maker for Chelsea with 648 games. He is currently 81 games behind Peter Bonetti in second place. Well done. Diego Costa has now scored 10 goals in nine Premier League appearances at Stamford Bridge. He's also the league's top goal scorer this season with 15. And now for the stat of the week. Peter Cech, Petr Cech, has now kept a clean sheet in his last nine Premier League games at Stamford Bridge. The last goal he conceded was in January 2014. Oh, well oh, done. Oh, oh, I think I actually revealed that stat earlier. Did you? I did. There's yeah. been double statting tonight. That's very good. That well done, Sophie. Oh, that was brilliant. Yeah. That was lovely. That's kind of like your audition for Talk Sport or Sky it is, Sports isn't it? News, isn't it? Like you were really posh then. It was like Radio yes. Forest, wasn't it? She was really posh. Radio Forest. <laughs> I don't know. Shipping forecast next yeah. week. Yeah. Was it good? Yeah. yeah, it was very good. First I mean, I don't know why I'm surprised that, that you sounded posh, because I, I know <laughs> that you are very posh. You know, well, I speak, depends, who I'm, depends who I'm speaking around. You know, yeah. like sometimes... You're getting a bit vernacular there. We're like, yes, meet me in France. And then it France. all goes... Tsh. Can you say storm rising on Dogger Bank? Storm rising on Dogger Bank. Yeah, natural. There you go. Amazing, isn't it? How, why? Is that meant to be hard to say? No, well, no, no, it's just, it's it's just shipping, shipping forecasters on oh, Radio right. 4. We'll get you on Radio 4 one day, love, don't you, Warren? <laughs> you keep with your uncle's kids, he'll sort you out. Right, now, uh, you'll be delighted to know, of course, that for more Chelsea stats and history, all you need to do is to go to www.chadder.com. Ooh. And you can tweet the great man, who I still am obviously in regular contact with. We haven't seen him on the show for a long, 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 long time, yeah. but he is very, very well, and he's still very, very lovely. And I, I know he's still wearing approximations of Christmas jumpers every day of the week. 
for that. <laughs> we love him. Uh, anyway, you'll follow him um, at Chelsea Chatter on Twitter. Very, very easy. Now, uh, you'll be delighted to know that you're going to have even more of Sophie after this wonderful uh, little very bit of Very lucky people. Where we will all be playing the bongos. Uh, but after which, uh, Sophie will be telling us what's been going on this week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, caught me. They are imaginary bongos. It's allowed. Right, Sophie, uh, what have you got for us this week? Well, as usual... No, I'm not as... The weekly really plug for the CSP, It is, it, it is. So, the Chelsea Supporters Trust, it is a very, very good organisation, isn't it, Chich? It is. It is. So, uh, it's £5 to become mem a voting member, or it's just free for non-voting members. But either way, you should sign up, because it's a great cause. Um, and you can sign up at ChelseaSupportersTrust.com. Uh, that's where you attend meetings, take part in polls... Or or, you know, well, I mean, basically, yeah, I mean, you know, we have, we, uh, Dan will know, because Dan's, Dan's been in there since the big, Dan, Dan, this Dan, Dan uh, Levine, yeah. was at the meetings before we formed the trust, as I recall. Mm. And I'm a fully paid up member. He's a fully paid up member. But the whole point of it is, is that you really, you know, as a supporter, you can get your voice heard by the club. So we yeah. are like a conduit to the club. Right. And we fight the good fight on all of the issues that really, really matter, like ticketing, you know, yeah. getting more youth in there, better atmosphere. Uh, ticket pricing, travel to the ground, you know, like, you know, like the subsidised trains, mm. you know, whatever it is that's bugging Chelsea supporters, we will take to the club. Yeah, and yeah. their most recent um, statement is out, isn't it, now on ticket touting? Uh, ticket touting? Yeah, I think we did put something out. I don't know. I, yeah. I, we had a board meeting last week, but sadly I couldn't Sorry. make it. But anyway, and have you signed up yet, Sophie? No, no, but I do. I, honestly, I promise pounds. you. Only I, I promise you. By next week, okay. I will have done you it. Promise? I promise. I promise. Right. Okay. Um, but yes, moving on from that. Yes, indeed. The new CFC, CFC, CFC UK <laughs> magazine Hurry is now up. out. I am a massive fan of this magazine, yeah, not just because he calls me Chelsea's number one, but <laughs> because it's a great magazine. Um, just got loads of cool stuff in there, hasn't it? Really. Sophie Rose, yeah. Chelsea's number one. That's what he says. <laughs> I love you if you're watching, darling. Uh, <laughs> I hope you aren't watching that. But DJ, yeah, so you can pick that up from the store, which is uh, just opposite Fulham Broadway Tube on match days. Uh, or you can subscribe online, can't you, you digitally? Can. And where do you uh, go for that? You can go to net, or if you're overseas, which is USA and America, uh, you can go to colonialdistribution.com. Now, the beautiful thing about colonialdistribution.com is that they uh, get real issues of the fanzine shipped to them in Canada and the USA. Mm. So that if you live there and you want a real proper copy, right, that's what get you do. But you can yeah. get it digitally by going to cfcuk.net. Now, it, the, the latest one, you saw the picture of it a minute ago, but that is the latest one. It was out on Saturday and will be out for another two or three weeks. But uh, I think I did a piece on managers, uh, basically ex-Chelsea players who have become managers and the fact that you know, basically my point really was that, uh, you know, there are something like 38 uh, Scousers, ex-Liverpool players, who are in the media, which, which is why it's also red-tinted and biased. But actually our legacy is much more important because we produced loads and loads and loads of managers, and that really counts. In other words, those that can, can. Those that can't end up being pundits on Match of the Day. You like that? <laughs> Don't know what you're yeah. pointing at me for, mate. I don't know, <laughs> I feel like you were smiling. That's yeah, why I don't. <laughs> 
Right, now, um, we've got, um, um, we don't have the questions that... We, uh, don't. we don't. because I forgot to get them out of the gallery, but somebody will sneak in in a minute and give them to me. But that actually gives me a quick chance. I've already talked about fans. Oh, they're on their way. Uh, but look at this. This is like proper TV. It's like swap shop, isn't it? Uh, oh, you Thank did that you. without getting in camera. Whoa! Well done, Steve Hadlow. You are a professional, my friend. You are a real pro. Now, before we do that, very, very quickly, I'm not going to read the whole thing out because you'll just all kill me or want to, uh, but the lovely Daniel Taylor from The Guardian wrote a little piece about fanzines. Try and ch go and follow him on Twitter. I think it's at Dan Taylor. I can't remember. Something but like that. It's something like that. But he did this lovely thing because basically fanzines are a really, 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 really important part of football culture. And I'm talking about the ones that do come in a crappy old, you know, photocop kind of style like the CFC UK. They're really, really important. Um, as a part of football culture. And the red issue, which is the Man United one, it's their last edition this weekend. So another one bites the dust. And there are very, very few uh, kicking around. And this is why you need to go out and buy it whenever you see them. And whenever you hear those immortal words, hurry up, it's only a pound, you rush to the person selling it and you buy it. But I thought um, there's a... Here we go. I just re read this paragraph out, which for me... Uh, you know, exemplifies why it's so important. What a shame, though, to see the fanzine culture slowly dying out. Red Issue is one of the few that has kept up decent sales, but others have disappeared as a direct result of the internet age. It's a time for blogs, podcasts, message boards, and supporters of other ways these days to read about their teams, connect with one another, and affiliate themselves with the kind of groups that have just persuaded Vincent Tan, or Mama Tan, according to Andy Goldstein, to return Cardiff City from red to blue. Um, so, you know... Uh, Long make if you remember when it didn't feel like a proper match day, unless you came away with one, you will understand why they still matter and why we should embrace the ones that are still going strong. Yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. Well done, Daniel Taylor. Perfectly put. Well done. And, and can I say on that, just something to reinforce the importance of um, uh, CFC UK, um, that uh, today Henry Winter tweeted... Frank Lampard has just done an interview for The Times, of course. The next place he was saying he should do one yeah, was for CFC absolutely UK. Right. Well, Henry's a big supporter of, of, yep. of fanzines. I agree entirely with Henry on that. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, I did actually tweet it back saying, it's at only a pound, hurry up. Yeah. Mm. I'm sure Henry knew exactly what I meant by that. Yeah. Can I just say, if, if Chelsea ever changed from blue to red... People, It'd be mental. It would nobody would go, would they? It would never happen. I 100% Well, it has, actually. We've had an away kit that's red, as you will remember. We, 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 used, to, we, used, to, we used to paint a different colour for our home kit. Uh, well, we used to play yeah. light, light blue. blue, city blue, wasn't it? Yes, it's like the same blue as it's, it's Lord Cadogan's uh, racing yes, colours, yeah. which were uh, are a light blue. We used to play in that. It's quite a long time ago. And we used to have uh, white before, shorts. Before even Chidge was going. Always blue, always blue. I was actually. No, no, of course I wasn't. It was in the 30s. <laughs> All right. uh, okay, we've got six minutes left. Now, um, I suggest you, what you do, Sophie, is you pick out the, your favourite question from one of the people who sent the questions in on that piece of paper, and we do that one and we see where we are after that. Hmm. You've got five seconds to comply. Oh, God. Um, okay, I like this one. This is my favourite one. Question for the two Dans, Chelsea HQ. Good choice. Okay. How many points do you think there will be between. Chelsea and City at the season of at the end of the season. Ooh. Who's it from? Chelsea HQ. Chelsea HQ. And I do. We follow each other on Twitter. Hello. Um, you got no fans. <laughs> Clearly you have. Clearly you have. Loads of fans. Can I give a bit of a rubbish evasive answer to that? Go, Go on. on then. It doesn't matter as long as it's at least one. Okay. Okay. I. You don't know how many you think it might be. Um, I guess I'd, I'd go around ten. Really? I don't no think, way. I don't think as much as that. Levine. <laughs> <laughs> He's being I controversial. Think cool. It will be five, and we're going to win it at West Brom. Mm. I'd rather mm. win it at Liverpool. 
That'd I'd, be very I'd good. rather yeah. in it at the end of the season. Yeah. Just comes down to it. Liverpool's five kind points. of end of April. It's around. It's, it's towards the end. Yeah. Of what do you think it would be if it was a, if it came down to a playoff? And it, Lampard scored an own goal, and we play won. Playoff? Oh yeah, it could end up as a playoff. What do you think it would be like if Lampard scored the own goal? Uh, I think I'll kill myself. No, to, for Chelsea to win it. Yeah, for Chelsea to oh, win yeah, it. Oh, I'd love. My, oh, that'd be calm. You know what? Legend. That'd Legend. Be it would be. <laughs> Legendary status fully restored. I can't imagine a, a bigger set. Of, well, yeah. I can't imagine anyone going more mental. No, Crazy. indeed. Okay, as well, I so that, Frank. Not that Lampard would ever get anywhere near his own goal mouth. No. You never know. As you've, been so, as you've been so good with that one, you've got two minutes. We've got two minutes for another question. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Um, oh, we've done that. We've done that. Um, thoughts on David Lewis getting into Team of the Year 2? And I'm guessing. Oh, Dan mentioned this earlier. Brilliant. I, I don't know what that's about, but you're Stephen not... King, yeah? Stephen King. It's yeah, not comic yeah, relief Stephen. time, is it? Any chance? No, you you <laughs> mentioned this earlier. He's in the, the FIFA Ballon d'Or World the Team of the, the Year. Floor. Yep. That is uh, a bit ridiculous. The FIFA, the FIFA people who obviously... <laughs> the Blonde Whore or whatever it was you called it. The FIFA people <laughs> who clearly didn't watch their own World Cup. That's yeah. the only thing I can say. I, I mean, what I think it meant was he's, he's not in the FIFA Ballon d'Or. He's in the PS, uh, PS FIFA 14. Oh, Ballon whatever. I, I, I don't do computer games. He's, but it's ridiculous. He is a PlayStation Well, somebody else said it's an absolute joke. Soccer analysis. I mean, it is so. quite monster. I mean, look, let me, don't get don't make it wrong. I, I don't know about you, but I, I or you lot actually, but I, lo- I love David Luiz when he was here. I th- I, he's the kind of player I like to watch. The guy is, is absolutely certifiably bonkers. You know, he's got great hair. He had a great song, uh, and you know what? Yes, he made a few Horlicks with us, but he also did some really really good stuff. And don't you ever forget out there that people, goal at Fulham. That goal at Fulham, which <laughs> I, I, I actually nearly broke my neck. Uh, by over-celebrating in Loka Bar in Dubai at the time. But also, do not forget that he helped us on one leg, I should remind you, to win the Champions League. Yeah. And he played brilliantly in that final. So, you know, before you start coating him off, just remember things like that. They did, they did do great. Things. He's a brilliant footballer, but I still don't think he's a defender. No, no and, I, and you know what? Oh, I'm, no, I'm much sent, happier yeah. with JT, Cahill, Zuma and Branner in those positions. Yeah. But, you know, you've got to give a bit of love where it's due. I was upset um, when he left Chelsea. So was I. Yeah, okay. I was. I'm and afraid. Lovely, lovely guy as well. We are, I'm afraid. Is he? I'm afraid. Yeah. Hello. Well, I'm afraid we are out of time for questions because uh, we did three, which is pretty good. Yeah, we did. So, anyway, right, make sure, because you didn't this week, you naughty, naughty people. Mm-hmm. Pin your lug holes back and listen to this. Sharpish. <laughs> make sure you send us in some good stories and photos by emailing the show during the week at Chelsea Fancast. At gmail. No, that's a Twitter. ChelseaFanCast at gmail.com. Okay. Uh, I, I actually did it in special big writing, so you can read it this week. There you go. ChelseaFanCast at gmail.com. Because then you can get them in the show. We don't have to think of content for the last 10 minutes of it, you great Herbert. <laughs> uh, of course. Uh, and Sophie will read them out if you do. And there's always the other bonus of that. Now, we will be back uh, next Monday, uh, which will be after the game against Swansea. No yep. midweek no mid- game right. this week. So, again, I've got to think of more blooming content. Start playing two games a week again, Chelsea. It's driving me up the wall. Anyone <laughs> going to Swansea? Afraid not. No. I don't <coughs> have a passport. Very good. <laughs> Just me then. I'm saving for Paris. That's, that's All right, we've got to go, guys. Anyone overseas trip. <laughs> Do not forget to follow the show on Twitter at Chelsea Fancast. And, of course, make sure you check out the great blogs on the website, which, of course, you can find... Uh, at ChelseaFanCast.com. It's also where you can watch this show and download the episodes and all of that malarkey. Uh, And, of course, uh, lots of great stuff on there. And, of course, don't forget to look out for my weekly articles, which I never, ever, ever plug on this show, (laughs) ever. 
Uh, and you can find those at IB Times UK Sports. There you go. Nice little bit of a plugage for that. Very and, of good. course, my monthly ones on CSC UK fanzine. Right, many thanks to my lovely people this week, and they have been the fantastic Dan Levine. Thank you very much. Lovely to see Dan, always is. And also another Dan, the team yeah. Dan's Dan Silver. Thank you for having me. The Kurt Zimmer of the Chelsea fan club. <laughs> and last, but by no means least, the absolutely delightfully beautiful, wonderful, long-suffering, and actually getting better and better and better at being a presenter every week. Thank you. Sophie Rose. Thanks, everyone, for listening, and I will see you next Monday. Now, remember, uh, remind them where they can watch your other stuff. Uh, Chelsea Fans Channel, and I also interview outside the Kodakai Bar, which is just outside the West Entrance, after every single home game. All right, we, we got to go. we got to go. Enough plugage, thank you. All right, thank you for listening. See you next time. Until then, keep it blue, keep it carefree, and keep it Chelsea. Up, It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.